Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's good, baby? Stamey Barling, one half of D-Lo and KC. And thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. time just for fun. Come on. Yeah, man. Welcome in to the Wednesday, December 20th. Come on, man. The December. Oh, that's crazy. December 20th edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barlin. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And we in here. Uh, shout out to John Moran. I'm in God mode. <laughs> My goodness. Welcome back to the league, young brother. Yeah, that was that was cool to see. We've got the Sacramento Kings and I imagine a slightly pissed off Detroit uh Boston Celtics team tonight uh, at the Golden One Center. Of course, we'll talk all about that. We'll get you ready for that game. Our man Will Z will be with us. James Ham will be back with us uh as well before we all head downtown. We get the opportunity to do our KSFM show. Uh, live from the ice rink across the street from Doco, downtown ice. Yes, the rain is going to clear up. Yeah. We have demanded it. Yep. Uh, and we will be out there. Uh, we hope all of those headed into the Kings and Celtics will come by 
uh, say hi. Those who are just in the downtown area, we hope that you'll come by, uh, say hi. We'd love to see e- e- each of you as we do our, our KSFM business us, out there. Yeah, come pull up on us, man, and, uh, you know, say what's up. You can, you know, skate with, with D-Lo if you want to because he said that. that he's going to skate. So. Never happened. There's no record of that happening anywhere. The only person who has said that is you. Come on, man. Go out there and skate one time. It's the holiday season. I'll be over here waiting in the background. Go ahead. And go Why don't skate. you skate? It's the holiday season. You got your you got your Will Z uh, lined coat ready yeah. to rock. Like you can like you well, like I like said, Rocky and Russia. What well, one thing that I've learned uh, about me this this past uh, fall and winter is that I'm fully accepting of the fact I hate being cold. So I'm That's going to bundle up. Do. And even the funny if thing it's is extreme. the funny thing is you hate it even when it's not that cold. You'd be like, man, it's really cold out. It's like, Kenny, it's not it's not that bad. It's freezing. It's brick out here. Like, Kenny, it's 55. 52 degrees. <laughs> You're fine, buddy. You'll it's be, the best be time okay. of the year right now. Well, you'll be fine. Settle down. Did you have to drive in that rain the other day? Yeah, oh, I, was, yeah I was stuck. I, dude, I left at 530 yesterday. It took me an hour and 15 to get home. Yeah, they had an accident on, uh, what's this, 80? 80. Wasn't even an accident. I think it was flooded. Oh, that's why. They- I took an exit, and I see there's one cop car, and just, just the whole little overpass is flooded. I wouldn't say it's the best time of year. It's still summer. I love the holidays. Summer's not the best time of year. Here summer's hot and sweat, hot. man. No, summer's is fire. Look, Literally. Look, you always put more clothes on. You can only take so much off. <laughs> well. <laughs> At least in the workplace. <laughs> and on that note, uh, man, what a great night in the association it was really last was. night. Again, we'll talk a lot about the Kings uh, and the Celtics to get you geared up for that game. Of course, the Celtics were a part of what happened last night, but, man, Hey, salute to John Morant. Yeah. Uh, he's been uh, talked about. He uh, his, his personal life, his professional life. Uh, and all, by the way, all deserved. He mm-hmm. brought this all on himself. But he stepped back onto a basketball floor last night uh, and just resumed being a nasty ball player. He was a pro. And for that game to end the way that it did, especially – Yo, you know, set the scene for you. We left our afternoon drive show like this is over. Like yeah, it was like twenty point game, damn. Yeah, there. like it was. It was kind of back and forth, and then it wasn't. It was just all Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Get home, settle in, and I'm thinking, ah, I, I guess I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just get ready for Celtics and Warriors and and put the last few minutes of this blowout on. I'm like, oh, it's not a blowout. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, Memphis really, Memphis really hanging around this thing. Yeah. Oh, it's tied. Oh, oh boy. And then when they got the ball for the last possession, I yeah. thought there ain't no way, <laughs> ain't no way to come. Ain't, there's no way the game ends the way it looks like it's going to end. Yeah. Uh, and sure enough, it it did and it didn't. I thought he was pulling up. I absolutely thought he was going to pull up because mm-hmm. that's what all the kids do. They just pull up for thirty foot threes to win the game. Yeah. He went to the basket. A very, very difficult shot at the rim uh, and just a great, great finish to his first game back. Yeah, man. For now, I thought, like like you just laid out, I thought everything was done. You know, I was in the car and you know, not necessarily watching but listening. Uh, I was up. I would have turned on job, but I was like, this game's over. Yeah. Uh, let me finish Michigan, Michigan and Florida. Right. You know I, what I mean? I'm packing up. Kenny's not moving. 
I'm put my bag in the bag, uh, put my computer in the bag. Kenny's not moving. Went in OT. Go to the Tough locker. Loss. Kenny's not moving. I'm like, bro, what are you? What are you doing? Are you watching the end of another Pistons game? Like, what is going on? These teams could beat the Pistons. It, 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 it was a tough loss for for my boys, man. Damn, that was, that was tough double loss. overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't box out. Uh, allowed a tying three in the, at the end of overtime. Just, just frustrating, frustrating. But you know, they'll get it together. They got some. They got some ball players. But I saw that to say. I was watching that, hmm. and then uh, I called home because I had to make a little detour because flooding and all this other stuff. And I was talking to my my son Reese. He's like, "Yeah, John just hit the game winner." I said, "The game winner of, of what?" <laughs> he said, "The game. He won. He had thirty four. I said, "What?" When I left, he had seven. They were down by twenty. Yeah. And you know, I went back and saw how he did it. It was it was a cool moment, man. It really oh, it was a cool was. moment, man. I was I was glad to see that for Ja. Um, I don't know, you know, I, I I wasn't I wasn't like ever this big John Morant fan, just because I had a feeling about the way uh, he behaved and, and the way he carried himself, even outside of like the gun stuff. I just thought he was a little little arrogant. But there was also times when I was like, you know, he's a young dude. He still is. Yeah, like he's, he's yeah. still he still shows those signs. Of- yeah, and it, and, that, and that's confident is one thing. Arrogant is what I had a problem with. Um, and and you know some of the things that he's talked about, maybe you know he, he's he's come to grips with that, and, and he's gonna gonna address that a little bit more. But even aside from all that, I'm all for seeing this young guy um, work through whatever he he had to work through and become a better man on the on the other side of this. And yeah. you know because he played a basketball game, I don't know if he is or not, but I'm rooting for him in that aspect. And last night um, to see him come through in that situation I thought was really cool and and I was happy for him last night yeah that was um that was fun that was a fun watch and boy my eyes are so drawn to CV's comment here Pelicans fake AF I can't figure the Pelicans out they got three wins against Sacramento and that's why they're above 500 right now (laughs) are those damn wins against the Sacramento Kings um, I don't think they're fake. I just don't know what the hell they are. I think they're. I think they're a good team. I think they're a, ultimately they're a playing team. Okay, um, which is where they are right they, now. Okay. So I could see them at. They're at seven right now. That could be where they end up. Um, maybe. Maybe they switch with Dallas. Maybe, um, and get into the top six. But where's Dallas at now? Five. They're at five, and the Lakers will probably switch out with Dallas. Um, so I, 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 the Pelicans got a lot of talent. I, they do, but it they, they have do. talent. But how bought in is that whole team? I, I don't well, know. Like how how serious is Zion taking it? I, I guess that's the case. If, I think everybody's bought in. I think it's whether or not you get Zion to buy in. Ingram had a night last night. Ingram always has a night. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that's my boy. Bi is that's a true. problem. Yeah, he's a problem. I think I think Jesse's question is going to come into play more later in mm. the season. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where it rests. Like where. Does Zion, who had some crazy dunks last night, um, does he buy into whatever it is the team needs? If the team needs him to take a step back as an offensive player and let Bi be the guy, um, and he's you know more of a, a rebounder and like I said, not just a role player, but instead of averaging twenty three, averages nineteen. You know, mm-hmm. is he going to be accepting of that and and give everything that requires? For, for the team to be successful in that way? Or is he, you know, going to buck the system a little bit? Uh, if the, if he if he buys in, 
they're real dangerous. Mm-hmm. If he's still kind of one foot in, one foot out, they're going to stick around here. Yeah, because my thing is, like, how, how, like, I don't think he's, like, how serious is he going to take it? I don't think he's, like, a losing player, but I think he also knows, like, I can just, whatever, play ball and I'll be fine. Like, how serious are you, like, you're going to be bought into winning well, and stuff like that? What'd you call him earlier? What did I call him earlier? You said he's a big rich kid. Oh, yeah. He, he's a, I, I said earlier, he's like a little kid who's just got he's NBA just got money, money now and he's just living life yeah. like than any kid would right like now. Like every, he's immature. And, and, and here's, here's part of the, here's, here's, I think, part of the problem with Zion is that New Orleans, that, uh, uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. I think that in season tournament game that's going to stick with them for a minute. Mm. Like as long as they sit at this sixteen, as long as they sit at this, you know, plus four, plus three, plus two. If that if that's the area they stay in, mm-hmm. that game's going to stick with them for a while. If they go on a run, they can shed it. Right? Mm-hmm. You talk about switching places with the uh, with with that with was- with the Mavericks and moving up into the you know top five, top six, something like that. You know that that could potentially do it too, mm-hmm. uh, and you probably won't need to run that that strong to do it. But if they linger in this seven, eight, nine, ten spot, and just kind of stay in this vicinity of a little bit over five hundred, I think that 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 in season tournament blowout mm. that's going to linger with them, especially you know with all of the clips from the you know the press conferences before and all of the commentary after. It was literally, I, I, I could be. That was like the one bad game, like in the entire tournament, yeah. including the regular games right. on Tuesdays and Fridays. Like that one, right? And it was in Vegas, right? That doesn't help your, that doesn't help your your label right there. No, they're gonna, um, they're a team, in my opinion, that's looking for leadership, looking for leadership. Yeah. CJ, CJ's a leader, but yeah, I think they're looking CJ. for Bi or Zion to take the reins as being the leader of that team. And I don't know if it's in either of their natures to be a leader. Ingram's, Ingram's too low-key, I feel like. He just goes and he hoops. Like, you know, he's just going to go out and do his thing. Right. Not selfishly, but you know what I'm saying? Right. The other um, the other blowout uh, in the in-season tournament was when Billy Donovan didn't understand why the Celtics were. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> when the Celtics were just beating their ass, hacking uh, drumming. <laughs> Look Joe Mazzula out there. Yeah, so look, point differential, yeah. Billy. We got to do it. Sorry. What are you doing? What are you doing? So Joe is explaining like, it to I, him. I got to win by 27, dog. Like, He's like, but yeah, but why are you? I don't know. Is that what's going on here? Billy, take him out. <laughs> Billy, either take him out or tell your boy to hit his free throws. <laughs> now they're talking about we got to do away with point differential. Oh, will you? Will you stop it? <laughs> Hey, um, oh, you stop it. Uh, another interesting note uh, with Ja coming back. Um, first game back in Memphis is going to be a movie. It's going to be Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's going to be something. Yep. You know who they're yep. playing. Who? <laughs> Pacers. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, he going for 90 that night. It's going to be 180 to 175. We got to... We got to carve out some time to talk about our boy, too. What are you talking about? Oh, is it gone? Wow. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Wow. He leaves. Wow. You delete the sound. Wow. I would have never. Who's missing? I think, I think, I think, I think TD's gone. I'll just say it. Sensational. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think TD is gone. That might have been my call, though. It might have been my call, too, I think. Yeah. Jesse just been in here deleting, you know. To be fair, who knew we were going to say I don't know. But, man, shout-out Terrence. What a performance he had last night in the G League as well. We'll talk about that. Uh, Plenty more ahead. Steph Curry uh, had some heroics of his own. 
Uh, we'll discuss that, and that will help us get ready for the Celtics and the Kings tonight at the Golden One Center. Steeler and Casey, brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Game winner didn't stop everyone from getting their jokes off. He's gonna have to live with that for a little while. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got to. Like, he's got. He's still got a long road ahead. It was, still got it was, a long road. It was a great start for the brother. The, he's got a long, long, the, long road ahead. The best way to, to shed all that is to be a good human and, and ball out. Don't forget about it all. And note to television networks: please stop putting his father on television. Well, like, focus on John Moran. Don't. I'll tell you right now. I need to focus on his father. At least, like, as far as like watching the game, watching the game. I'd probably be closer to uh, to John Moran's dad. If he's if as good as John Moran, I'm courtside, and I'm up and talking. You see, I do it for perfect strangers. Yeah, I do. I get videos of it because I can't sit by you. I have to sit Stop. Don't much, much, much further away than you. Don't do that. But it's facts. I get you. I... Bruh, there needs to be a camera on your man. He is going crazy out here. What game was that again? I don't know. Was, was it Warriors? It was. Stop! Don't do that! Don't do that! You don't think that happened? That might have no, been. Tell, one no, tell no. Tell me you don't think that it happened. Might have been one text, man. You said one? you said multiple people. One? It was not multiple. One people. multiple texts. Me? Oh well, actually they did. But still, that's different. I want to be clear. You're telling me multiple people didn't text me about that. Maybe two. Maybe that's it. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. I show I'll show him. I got him. <laughs> I had a one guy I saw on the way out. He said, "Calm down." I text your boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to be like, "Hey, let me get that seat next time, dog. What hey, you doing?" Hey, hey, <laughs> um, Jesse, you can step out if you need to. Uh, Warriors beat the Celtics uh, last night in That's overtime. Sorry, Jesse. It really was one. Well, it was one thirty-two, one twenty-six. The stretch at the end of the fourth was sort of funny, though. Mm. It was just, just brick, brick, 
The Celtics must have did they miss? the Celtics must have missed a hundred shots on one possession. Man. It was just three after three after three, uh, uh, mid range three, mid range, just miss, 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 miss. Clay missed a three by at least twenty six feet. <laughs> it was just a, a a mess, and I thought I'll just get the ball to Steph. He'll he'll probably hit the one that they need to hit. I was so he had, he missed. I was I was so frustrated a couple of times. Because, I mean, I don't know who I was rooting for, but I wasn't rooting for the Warriors. I know that much. I don't know who I was rooting for because uh, I don't like either team. Although my boy Tatum, that's my boy, man. I was looking at Tatum again last night. I don't know. According to the a, history he of this show. He had a couple show, shots, and I was like, man, I'm going to get that Tatum jersey, According bro. to the history of D'Lo and KC, you have nearly purchased a Steph Curry jersey and a Jason Tatum well, jersey. That's first facts. of all, not nearly. Um, for Steph Curry, I said no. We talked we you out of Steph. Out, no, we yeah, talked yeah, you yeah. out of Steph. You we were going to do it. Bullied you out of buying the Steph Curry jersey. It was never buying a Steph Curry jersey. And Don't make me create the audio that says that that shows it, bro. It didn't happen. Now, when you're talking about Tatum, he's still in line for me to. Get, I'm gonna get a Tatum jersey, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I hate the Celtics. I'm trying to wait for him to get oh traded at some point, but I guess you're it's not, not gonna happen. I'm gonna just have to get the Celtics. A Jason jersey, Tatum dirty. Get a. You're gonna get a Jason Tatum like USA jersey. And that's what you that's got good, it. Have good, it on. Yeah, a, that's have, a good call. Have it on, get, I didn't even think about it. That way. I didn't even think about it. I think about that. You're gonna walk around with USA on your chest and not the Celtics. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Look at this guy, Maga Caraway over here. I am a real American, wow. Kenny Caraway. Dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, wow. I don't know. I like the I like the black Celtics joint. I might have to get that. But Tatum did move down to uh, totem pole because Ant Man uh, shot up. He's right behind Fox and Monk. I was gonna say you got your and Malik- Debo's in there too. So I mean, I got a lot of, a lot of okay. Jerseys. Well, I guess when you got money like you, well, you can just buy all the jerseys why you want to. What are you talking about? That's why I don't have one right now. Like Miguel what are you says, talking about all American Kenny Caraway. <laughs> stop, man! Stop, no. It's <laughs> like this new alias. Remember Mister America? It's gonna be Casey under a mask. We'll just start calling him Mister America. <laughs> Mister America, are you Hulk Hogan? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, they kept going. And the Celtics finally did what they were supposed just, to do. I just want to be clear. You you still getting an Ant Man jersey? Yeah, I'm gonna get Ant Man. Oh, Ant Man, right. he needs to work on his decision right. making. But get that, that boy send, Cole. Send a video. You seen on his the jump back. shot? <laughs> nah, send a video. <laughs> send a video. See yeah, it. man, I'm about to get Ant Man, man. That's my boy. He got to make better decisions though. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been watching this for 10, 12 years. Steph Curry calls for a screen, gets the big man on him. Mm-hmm. One on one, it's barbecue chicken. He's gonna pull up on their head, yep. and it just happened over and over to Al Horford. I said, "What are you guys he, doing?" He got Al Horford on one. Like somebody, please save this man. So what Al, are you guys doing? Like, Al like, Horford almost took the Ric Flair flop on oof. that last shot. That's why Steph Ooh. was so distraught. It wasn't that he missed the shot and missed winning the game. He knew he probably had just added to his career highlights. Because Al Horford was about to go head first. No, do you remember the, the cop falling down the slide when he got hurt in the video? <laughs> That's what Al Horford was. Just going down the slide, doom, 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 hitting his face and stuff like that. He almost <laughs> ate the ground. That was nasty. And they just kept and, and finally the Celtics later in the game started to, all right, he got the switch he wanted. Send the second guy over there. Yeah. Finally started doing it by by then, like they say on inside the NBA, the house was on fire at that point. Yeah. It sure was, uh, and it really boils down. The Celtics needed to hit one shot, mm. one shot in the final two minutes, and they probably could have won. Yeah, and 
just flat out couldn't. That was a big time win uh, for the Warriors. Man. Absolutely. Come back, win that game. Three and said, one since. Uh, I said what I said on Twitter, man. Another good performance. They look re-energized. They look like they're a cohesive unit at this point. It is what it is. Don't get mad at me because they're good without them. Well, I, I said something similar on the on the on the other app. They're calling for you over there. What app? Threads. I ain't seen. I put, no, they over there. I ain't seen Threads since the day they said Twitter See? was about to go. Is that still a thing? Uh, yeah, I was over there. They they in there. I posted on there twice yesterday. <laughs> Threads is like one of those lost cities in the movies after like I'm Armageddon or something. Threads is in there. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get on Threads today. They, they calling for you. Ooh. Threads. What they saying? Well, get, Kay, get your man over here. We need we need everybody over here. X Twitter whatever is still. I I've I've been I've been I've been working I'm on threads. I've been working like the last three days trying to figure out how I can get Elon Musk completely out of my life. Mm. It's challenging. Uh, Kia it's, got a new uh, EV. I saw like, commercials last night. I saw one on my boss's IG page. She just bought one. The Kia joint. Yeah. They wanted they wanted eighty thousand for that. Thing. Oh, maybe not maybe not that one. I hope she didn't buy that one. They wanted eighty. This 000. one was for her daughter. I don't must I don't think it was that one then. I said, but I know man. she said it was an electric. I went I went that before I got the spaceship. I went you know test truck because it looked dope. I saw one in Vegas and it was like matted out. I was like that's kind of sick. And then I went to when it came out here test drive one. They're like yeah we only got one left. All right well is there a list I can get on? Uh we don't know when we're getting any more. Mm. Well, what do you want me to do? Just leave. <laughs> So, yeah, Elon, unfortunately, is about five years ahead of everybody. He is. Even even some of them them cars that have EVs out. Like, I, we, we, we out. had it. Yeah, we had a car dealer tell us, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't get the electric. He about five here. to seven years yeah. ahead of them boys. That's but goddamn shit. Um, there's one there's one other one out there that I've looked really hard at. It's just more expensive. Mm. That's the part that kills me is like Cadillac joint. Nah, the, it's called Lucid. Oh yeah, 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 it's just it's just a lot more expensive. Yeah, he's that way. You got it. Um, <laughs> you're one of the worst people to have around, by the way. Like this dude will hype you yeah, up to go know, drop ten, twenty, thirty thousand on something. Where are your blessings? Drive your okay. blessings. If you're not right. in debt, you're not living. <laughs> God, That's the one man. I stick to. All right, so here's the new rule: Mark Jones isn't allowed on this show anymore. <laughs> Mark Jones said that. I was like, gosh, I'm doing life right, I guess. I can't I can't remember anything James Ham said yesterday, but we remember Mark Jones quotes like they're nothing. Put it on the shirt. All right. Mark Jones is like my life coach, bro. Man. Should put it on Mark, the shirt. Mark out here sending us all to, to financial hell. David Jackson 209, put it on a shirt. Oh, that's Dave Garcia. I, I mean, Dave Garcia. What I, I say, if, David Jackson. I don't know if David Jackson making a Dave shirt. Dave Garcia but. designs. Put it on a shirt. We going home, babe. Mark Jones says it's okay. Don't worry. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, but baby, what's wrong? I know I just bought the other one, but I traded it in. No, it's fine. It's good. It's good. It's good look, to have that. We're look, good. Hey, did you talk to Surrender, your financial advisor, about that? No, I talked to Mark Jones. He said it was cool. Right after Jones he said cool. Jaron Fox was going to play well tonight. You gotta <laughs> right. listen to this man. Got to listen to this man. Got to listen to Mark Jones. But um, I, look, maybe people can do a little bit more research. I I think I got a credible source here. Okay. Um, Stat Muse. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like it's up to date. But I challenge anybody to to check it out. Okay. Did you see? Because you know, can't win without Draymond. You don't have four championships without Draymond. All this other stuff. Uh-huh. Did you see Steph Curry's updated record without Draymond Green in the lineup? I did not. 
I After just know yesterday, I just know they're three and one since the uh, roundhouse punch. That was the Texas tornado joint. Yeah, that's what um, I was. Thank you. After yesterday, Carrie Von Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. After yesterday, Steph Curry specifically, yeah, improved to forty-three and twenty-six without Draymond Green in the lineup. The man is almost 20 games over 500 hey, without hey. this guy that they supposedly can't win without. It's cool to be like, yeah, he helps out and he's yeah. all, you know, he's he's a good, all this other sure. stuff. But let's stop. Let's dead all this. Let's it's, dead all this. It's fine. We talk about, we talk about Draymond. Like, it's, all, it's all good. Steph, I got that. We talk about how Jonathan Kaminga's playing. Come on, man. Let's talk about it. Because you've got, to, you have time to salvage this. Mm-hmm. You've got time to fix this. Mm-hmm. You can still, you could still get something out of this, this, this monster prospect you drafted. I'm not. I'm not just being a jackass or a jerk. They look re-energized without him around. Is it because of him? That's not for me to say. But without him around, they look like a better cohesive unit. They look re-energized. They look like all right. Now let's go out here and buckle down and do work. Now that the sideshow. Is is out the way. Well, it's kind of like the murmurs too. It's like play the younger guys, Steve. Play the younger guys, and it's like Draymond kind of gave you that green light, mm-hmm. and it's like now we'll see what happens when it comes back. But yeah, it's looking good. And they try to blame it on Clay. Clay been looking fine. They should be like, oh yeah, you got to bench Clay. Well, maybe not. Maybe you should bench the other guy. Maybe and let Clay cook. Maybe just like send him home. Brett Sawyer says, yeah, but Game Five of 2016 Finals, ha- did he play Game Six? Yes. Did they win? No. Did he play Game Seven? Yes. Did they win? No. Did he have the game of his life in Game 7? Yes. Still lost? Yes. Just asking. Uh, Securing the Beam says, don't do that. He's 290 games above 500 with Dre. That's fine. Because he hasn't played as many games without Draymond right. Green as he has with Draymond Green. And this is the whole point of it. It's just because work, he's Steph Curry. Just work the percentages, Securing the Beam. That's all this is about. It's the percentages. It's because, that's the whole point. The whole, it's oh, he Steph came with Curry. Draymond. They wouldn't have won with all. No, stop. Stop. It is, it always has been, Steph Curry. Uh, Draymond is lucky enough to be playing with him, not the other way around. D-Mac asked what's Draymond's record without Steph Curry. It's like 14 games under. It's 0-0 and because he either gets suspended or thrown out or quits. (laughs) Well, there's that too. So I think it's somewhere in the vicinity of 0-0. and There's that too. I looked at that not too long. It's like 14 games under 500 without Steph Curry. He's a losing ball player without Steph. These are what the numbers are telling me. We can talk Steph all day, man, but Jonathan Kaminga looked good. Trace Jackson Davis looked good. I think James covered this. Jesse, maybe maybe you caught the whole thing. Please stop with the Kings should have drafted Trace Jackson Davis. That was not an option. It was not possible. It wasn't going to happen. We actually know someone who wanted to get uh, 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 Trace here Mm -hmm. in the – What's it called when you're not uh, undrafted free agency uh-huh. thing, and was told no, he's, he's going to Golden State. Mm. We, we knew about midway through the second, it's like mm. we're just going to get him to Golden State. Mm. It wasn't an option. They wanted uh, 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 a guaranteed roster spot. Kings weren't able to give that to him. The Warriors were, and they were. They, that's where they were going to go. It's uh, just as simple as that. The interesting thing. Stop with those tweets. Stop with that commentary. It's not real. The interesting thing without about that is um, I've heard uh, uh, Trace talk about how he models his game after Sabonis. Mm. So 
I don't. I mean, maybe maybe he would have been willing. I don't know the whole intricacies of the I don't conversation. Think it was his call, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think it, I don't think it was he. I, I don't think well, he was I, going. But, I don't want to go to Sacramento. No, no. But I'm saying like they wanted the guaranteed roster spot, mm. and the Kings wouldn't wouldn't wasn't they weren't in a position to provide that at the time. So maybe yeah. if they would have said, yeah, we can give you a guaranteed roster spot, maybe he would have came. I don't know. I'm just he, really just talking. He might have. I just don't think it was his. I, I think it. I think by pick, and I, I can inquire about this. Mm-hmm. I think by the middle of the second round, it became, "Hey, you're going to Golden State. That's that's where you're going. You know, it's, you're not going to hear your name for a while. Don't worry about it. You're going to Golden State. That's where we're getting you." Yeah, he, he had a he had a heck of a performance last night. That block. That was crazy. Oh, my God. That Man. block on Jalen was nasty. Jalen Brown has been dunking on everybody this like, season. The fact that Trace yeah. Davis Jackson got him, that was sick. It's, that it's was crazy. It's tough to have a, a a highlight as a block. I feel like we saw two of them yesterday. Jaron got B.I. Er, mm. early in the mm. blowout portion mm. of that game. And... Man, that one by Trace was that was that, that was, was cold. big time. That was clutch in clutch time too. Yes, yeah, that was cold. Yes, that was cold. Fun game last night. Not the outcome. Not 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 Warriors hate. I would have preferred the Celtics come into the Golden One Center fat and happy, mm. and and tired. Mm-hmm. Now they're well angry mm-hmm. and tired. Um, you know, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is something that I've been thinking about and circling around for the last few years even when the kings weren't good when i thought they might be good um and just circling around it so remember remember in in uh i don't know if they do it as much anymore maybe it was just the airtime era <laughs> but it was the texas two-step that the teams always had to make yeah. with with houston and mm-hmm. dallas and san antonio or whatever and i was like man northern california two-step going on here where teams are like damn man we got we got to do golden state and sacramento like that's crazy Maybe that's what's going on right now. Mm. I would I would hope so. And mm. and as much as I agree with you, I'd want Boston to feel maybe a little more accomplished mm-hmm. uh, after a win. They could still be looking at like, damn, we lost, and now we got to deal with mm. what goes on in the Golden One Center. Mm-hmm. Oof, it's gonna be we, it's gonna be tough. Schedule loss. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, no, that don't happen. Like, hey, that don't happen. Hey, over hey, 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 hey. No, they still better no. win today. That doesn't happen. No. What was that? So, what, what was that last line? I said we don't do that. No, no you said no, something no, else. You said something else. What'd I say? You said they they better win tonight. They better win tonight. Yeah, you don't don't excuse us on a back to back. They losing tonight, dog. I don't know. They losing. Porzingis out there today. They losing tonight, dog. Kings are fresh. Yes, they didn't play yesterday. They were giving, they were buying groceries yesterday for people. Yeah. Stearn Fox's birthday today. Yeah, yeah. It's Sean Cunningham's yeah, birthday today. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday to the Godfather of Kings coverage, our man Sean Cunningham. Yes, indeed. Um, but it's shaping up for it's shaping up for an interesting night at the Golden One Center. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be electric tonight. It's going to be electric. Porzingis expected to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al Horford not. That's that's the Celtics. That's what they do. Yeah, no back-to-backs. Uh, it was uh, uh, precautionary type stuff with Porzingis and Al Horford. They just they just don't play. Jesse told us uh, early yesterday that mm-hmm. uh, Porzingis wasn't going to play last night and would play tonight. Yeah, Jesse uh, Scalabrini, our Celtics. Hey, don't disrespect no, me like that. Do great. not. No, no. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. no. Yeah. Jesse, no. Mm. Jesse is way more credible than Brian Scalabrini. 
I can't believe you did that right now. Is he still with the uh, broadcast? Yeah. No. Just spreading lies. What was my man's name? R.I.P. to him. The- Tommy Heinsohn? Tommy Heinsohn. I miss Tommy, Tommy so much. Tommy was crazy. He, he was perfect. <laughs> Tommy would be like, well, uh, Steph Curry, the guy's traveling five feet before he shoots. And then Tatum do the same move. Oh, the footwork by yeah. Tatum. Yeah. Warriors are in the 10th spot right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're four games behind Sacramento. The Jazz are in the 11th spot, mm. and they're eight games behind Sacramento. The Grizzlies are behind them. So there's a there's a a, a lot of a lot of the the Kings have put themselves in a really good position. Yeah. Uh, the first quarter way or so through this season. And some of these teams, it'll 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 certainly. Last night was a lot of fun for Memphis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great just as a basketball fan who wasn't emotionally invested in that game one way or another to mm-hmm. to enjoy Josh come back and you know wish my brother the best. That that team has a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, Jaws back. Brandon Clark is not. Mm-hmm. Stephen Adams is not. Dylan Brooks is not. There's a lot of guys who who just aren't walking through that door as the old line goes mm-hmm. and again last night was fun but now it's like okay you've got to string together some wins you've got to you know find a way to get get back into this thing yeah. uh, a little bit um, but it feels like there's already starting to be a little bit of separation between in this case it's the top 11 teams mm-hmm. and everybody else the Warriors obviously still very very much in this thing and I think there are are, are people, and, and it, rightfully so, especially looking at the home road splits, who have questions about what exactly the Houston Rockets are. Yeah, I think I think the Warriors obviously get back into the the playoff picture, whether it's the play in or maybe even the top six if they can put some things together. And I think the the Rockets might be the team that falls out. I'm not. I'm not sold on them. The Rockets could be the most bizarre 500 team in history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just win all their own. That's games, it. <laughs> none of the road. Games. That's it. Yeah, I, I think I think they might be the team that kind of falls out a little bit. I think they're they're probably a year ahead or a year away, I should say, from being a postseason. They're team. a plus 3.4 point differential. Mm. That's more than the Pelicans. It's more than the Kings. It's more than the Mavericks. It, it 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 is in fact more than the Kings. Um, the Kings are are weird because they beat the hell out of teams and they've got the hell beat out of them. That's yeah, why it comes to like one. Well, what really like that thirty six point loss still just like hovers over them, and I think they had two yeah, twenty point losses. What they lose to Houston by was did that end up being thirty or was it no high twenties? No, I think it was like twenty five. Mm. I can look. I think it was twenty five. Yeah, that well, they got they probably got two twenty fives. I think a that's correct. That's I think that's I think that's exactly right. And then, but I will tell you definitively they, in a heartbeat. They beat some teams by like twenty plus two. Yeah, so their biggest um, win twenty one mm-hmm. uh, against Utah sixteen sixteen uh, fifteen fifteen looks like they have eight double digit victories. Um, 36-point loss to the Pelicans, 25-point loss against Houston, and then their other 20-point loss was 20 points exactly against the Clippers. Mm. Oh, one yeah, of them. Two, two one, Clippers beat One teams. of them. Uh, 20 and 14. 
the Pelicans point differentials were 36, 10, and then five. That 36 is crazy. That 36 is tough. Wow. Yeah, that 36 but is I th- tough. I think uh, to, your, to your original point, though, I think I think, uh, I think it's I think Houston. Houston. Yeah, is the one that, when that falls off. But, a... but they don't – but, like, I don't think they fall into Bolivian, as Mike Tyson once Thank told Thank you, Mike. Us. Yep. Um, I think they're just, you know, competing for 11. They're where the Warriors are. The Warriors are yeah. a game below 500 yeah, right I th- now. I think they end up being around there. Ultimately, Warriors will be in there. And I think um, – I think the Rockets will be back. Are you surprised to see that as well as people, and they're not far out or nothing like that, but as well as people kind of hyped up the resurgence of the Lakers, that they're still not in the top six? I saw the standings this morning. I was like, damn. You know, people talked about their playing run and they were playing well and all this other stuff. I thought they were around four. Still, they're eight. Well, they've struggled um, since the end-season tournament, right? Yeah. Well, the in-season tournament curse. Like, when's that article coming out? Well, I don't think the Pacers have won a game since the in-season tournament, too. They haven't. That's nah, just defense. No one's written about that. Lakers lost the other night to the Knicks. Yeah, the, the Lakers when have they lost. the banner. The, the Lakers have lost two in a row, and the Indiana Pacers have lost four in a row. Lakers, you extended a little bit more. Lakers have lost three of four since the in-season tournament. Mm. Okay. Time to shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've just I I didn't ex- I kind of expected the Lakers to be like a little more like maybe in the Dallas even like Sacramento yeah, yeah, yeah. position. That's yeah. where I expected them to be. Um, I don't I don't know what it is with that group. Hey, they got their in season tournament banner. I just I don't know Good what for them. I don't know I don't know what it is with that team. This team will also probably look a lot different post trade deadline or whatever. Oh, of course they will. Like this, yeah, yeah, of course they will. Rob going. Buddy Hill will finally be on the team. Buddy Hill, you see, uh, Pacers Muse deleted that tweet. Did they really? <laughs> Kings fans had too much with it. They were like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no." Yeah, come on. Those Muse accounts aren't associated with the team, though. Don't be a coward. Yes, it was on Just, your mind. Yeah, stand on business. What you stand doing? With your chest. We'll come back. Uh, Shaq asked when Steph can move into the greatest of all time conversations. I had an observation yesterday. I ran it by Jesse. I was kind of I was kind of working through something. I just wanted to share it. I don't know what it means if it means anything. Okay. I just it was legitimately the first thing I noticed. Probably because I knew it was coming. And if you were watching that game, you knew this was going to happen. Mm. I just want to share it with you okay. and I want your thoughts. I'm anxious to hear it. Broadcast journalists, just ask questions. That's no, all we just, do. This is going to be controversial. It's not controversial. It's just a question. 916-909-1320 if you want to get in on the conversation. Steelo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah. 
really don't know what I was going to do here. Oh, you're about to other crap than all over somebody. Back. No, wow, pause. I wasn't <laughs> going to do anything of the sort. But I, I, one thing that came out of last night's game was Shaquille O'Neal, the TNT crew, and I think Shaq started the conversation asking when Steph can be uh, moved into the greatest of all time conversation. And I think it was Ernie that asked him, well, are you going to put him above you? And he was like, I'm fine with that. I think this is a discussion to be had. And this, you know, the greatest of all time conversation, like people get entrenched in their, in their, in their, in their beliefs, and, and that's fine. I don't believe Steph can enter the LeBron-MJ debate. I, think, I, I don't think there's anyone else in that conversation. We could talk about Kareem, who I don't think gets enough respect for what he did. You Guys can put Bill Russell in there if you'd like. Like you can get into the Kobe conversation. You 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 could do all of that. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that the, the the conversation is between two people. It's MJ and it's LeBron. And everybody who feels like it's LeBron, they feel like it's LeBron now. And he could win a hundred more rings, and that's not going to change it. If you feel like it's MJ, LeBron could win a hundred more rings, and it's not going to change your belief that MJ is the greatest of all time. I don't think Steph can enter that de- debate. How high Steph goes on a variety of greatest of all time lists will certainly be fascinating. But one observation I picked up yesterday mm-hmm. that I and I, I I'm going to say this with context of what I'm talking about, but it's not a it, it doesn't mean anything other than I'm just providing context. Michael Jordan wouldn't do it, and if LeBron did it, so. Steph, we've talked about this before. We love Steph. Mm-hmm. He's the greatest shooter of all time. It's undeniable. Steph also gets away with stuff that I don't think other players could get away with. And it's the stuff he did to Dylan Brooks. It's the night-night stuff, like all of that. Now, ain't nothing wrong with night-night. We got Dame time. We got all that. Like, mm-hmm. I got it. Shout out Dame. Drop 40 last night. Um, Steph hit the three. And it was clear the game was over. Hit the night night. Crowd's going crazy. Announcers going crazy. Pictures everywhere. Push notifications. Tweets. All of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Steph is the greatest. Let's have the conversation. That's what Shaq said. The Warriors moved to 13 and 14. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about, because in, 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 I didn't think about it when he, I thought about it when Shaq said this. Mm-hmm. LeBron does that. Mm-hmm. He's eviscerated for at minimum the next 24 hours. If you flip over to Fox Sports, likely 72. Mm -hmm. He's celebrating going to 13 and 14. Steph, and and I I told Jesse, he was like, I don't know if I'm prepared to take this to the air. And Steph and Jesse kind of like, just present it respectfully like it works. Mm -hmm. I feel like Steph gets away with stuff that other players of that ilk mm-hmm. the greatest top top 10 of all time could never get away with uh, i think you're spot on i think you're spot on so my question is why um part well i think a little bit of it has to do with the fact that he's playing in lebron's era and he's interesting the, the, okay the guy because all these things that we talk about lebron and all this other stuff is because people are trying to poke holes in LeBron and his um, ability to be looked at as the best ever. Mm-hmm. And Steph is the guy to do it. It's, well, you, you couldn't beat Steph, or Steph beats you three times. Like, Steph mm-hmm. is, to the people that want to knock LeBron down a peg, Steph is their guy. Sure, okay. Steph is on their side. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to discredit their guy. 
No, I'm not saying like I in see. a fan way or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but the the opposition for LeBron's greatness, they're not going to discredit him. Mm. I feel like Steph, with Steph too, he's kind of like the um, like oh, well, the little guy. He's tearing it up, like you know, like 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 kind of what we were talking about like before the show. Like they don't like he's like he's he's, he's lovable, more relatable. Yeah, he's a lovable. Like you, they love him. You can never be six six or six eight, two seventy five. Mm. You can't look like LeBron James looks, but you could. Yeah, yeah actually kind of close to Steph until you see him in person and you realize Steph is not a small individual. Six three. Yeah, Steph is not a small guy. But on TV around all these other guys, like, oh, Steph is me. Mm-hmm. He's not, but he's me. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the Mark Jackson line. He's ruining the NBA. Not everybody can do what he does, right. but he's convinced them that they can. Right. And and that's the that's the only conclusion I could come to is he's Maybe he's more likable. Maybe he's more relatable. Maybe he's less intimidating. I I don't know what it is, but. I think those last two for sure. It really got my attention when the Dylan Brooks thing. When he, when he, and, or maybe, maybe it was because it was to Dylan Brooks. Mm -hmm. The refs didn't bat an eye. Mm. He ran around the court. Doing the ah, doing that, doing that whole gimmick. And they they, they talked about it last night. They didn't even bat an eye they at it. it. They're like, oh, the home alone. I was like, what? And and it's fine for Shaq and Ernie and all of them. Like the refs didn't think like you. Terrence Davis got, and I'll never stop bringing this up. <laughs> Terrence Davis got a technical foul because he looked at Dame Lillard the wrong way. Yeah. But yeah, but but Steph runs around the court, humiliating Dylan Brooks. No one cares. I just, I just find it fascinating. Yeah, he gets away with all this stuff, and then let somebody, like, let anybody question Steph Curry at all, and it's how dare you? How dare you? Like, come on, man. I love Steph. I absolutely love that guy. But question, what about Steph? Like, question his game. You well, know, question, you- question. Like I said, uh, not being able, losing, losing a playing game at home. Mm. Okay. Like, that can't happen, or not missing, the, not making the playoffs at all. That shouldn't happen. But because he's he's got his rings, then championship equity. Yeah, he's supposed to be Teflon to all that. Um, mm. Some of the things that happened last year in, in the second round. But when he when he loses, it's because he's just dragging. He needs help. Yeah, he's just dragging these these G leaguers all the way. I'm sorry, he got. Two other Hall of Famers on there. Another All-Star. In well, Lakers. not anymore. Now he needs help. Remember. Exactly. Exactly. But, no, you're right. I mean, Stephen A. and, and Steve Kerr got into it uh, a little bit last week because Stephen A. questioned Steph Curry's leadership. And mm, Steve mm-hmm, Kerr thought it was despicable mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And Stephen A., in this case, I understand what he was saying, and he's he's right. He's like, I'm not questioning his leadership per se. Like, I think he's a great ball player. I think he's a great leader. But put LeBron James in this same situation. And, yes, we're probably spending the first hour of first take questioning LeBron's leadership. So what makes Steph Curry above being questioned in this situation? And and Stephen A. was right. He was right about that. And that goes to what you were saying, like, it's just it's disrespectful if you question Steph Curry in any type of way, but they do it on, to LeBron all day long. Is that because they've painted him as an underdog for twelve years? 
Right. He has a lot Despite to do. the fact he's won four titles and has been on the best team in the league for the last decade. Was also the seventh pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah. Like he like sometimes they that's a, that's a great point I never thought of. Sometimes they talk like he was drafted after Jokic. <laughs> that um that that Davidson run did a lot. I think as far as the underdog stuff that you're talking about, like that mm-hmm. followed him to the NBA. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. And that I mean that comes with the two. Like he wasn't highly recruited out of out of out of high school. Mm-hmm. He ended up if he wanted to play in his mind, he had to go to Davidson. It'd be it'd be different. I think all this would be different if he went to North Carolina. If he were to come out of North Carolina, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of this would be going to the underdog mentality like Jesse talked about. But the fact that he went to Davison and had the run that he had and, you know, played the way he played at Davidson, yeah. I think that's followed him all the way through. It's fascinating. I don't think there's another player in the league Obviously, there isn't another player in the league like Steph. I don't think there's a another player in the league who gets covered like Steph. Mm. Especially amongst media people, he he has like a hundred percent approval rating. Patrick Is it a Warriors Holmes. thing? Because Draymond gets covered the same way, Clay. Like they all get covered like they're like the same way. I feel like could be. Could it be. feels like they're turning on Clay a little bit, which is amazing. They didn't turn on Draymond. <laughs> But it feels like they're turning on Clay a little bit. Right. They would rather you punch somebody mm. or or do jumping jacks on their chest. Uh, th- they'd rather you do that than be frustrated that you got benched at mm. the end of a game. Mm. Which is where I think there started to be a turn with Clay Thompson a, a, a week and some change ago. For sure. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Clay, who played well last night. You said no, anybody else in sports that you think Patrick Mahomes is on that level right now? Hundred percent approval rating amongst media members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I think they're watching him a little bit closer after his. Uh, yeah, that was after his, his first, little uh, tantrum. Yeah, that he can do no wrong. Though. See, it, it, and it, 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 the funny part: no one would have cared if he was right, or if it was close. Mm-hmm. It was. It was neither. He was wrong, and it wasn't close. It, it, and and you're 100 percent. Bro was correct. five yards offline. He was down there by the first down chain. You're 100 percent correct. If he would have had the same tantrum the week before in Green Bay, people would have been like, "Yep, I right. agree with you." Yeah, yeah, right. But he stayed quiet then mm-hmm. and decided to say something yeah. the the next week. I mean, this is we're talking about the history of the game. <laughs> stop, stop, bro. <laughs> stop, man. Come on, man. He it does feel like he has a hundred percent approval rating though amongst media people. Do you? Um, I was interested by that that conversation last night on Inside the NBA. I agree, and it's opinion based or whatever. I agree with Kenny though. I don't think Steph Curry is in that class. <laughs> and Kenny said it right. He's like, he said. Uh, well, I forgot how Ernie phrased it or whatever. Like, is he is he in the same waters or something like that? <laughs> Kenny was like, them waters are – that pool is a kiddie pool. Like, <laughs> there ain't a lot of people in that pool of players that you can talk about when you talk about the GOAT. There's two. I put Kareem in there. He said Okay, Kareem. that's fine. I'm perfectly okay. I'm fine with that. That's fine. And then he said, anybody after that, you're kind of – 
you're 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 reaching to bring into that conversation. Do you do you believe the three that come to mind for me mm-hmm. are Magic, Larry, and Kobe? That's a reach to put them in those in that category of with all LeBron, time. LeBron and Mike. Did you say who did you say again? Magic, Magic Larry, Larry, and Kobe. You put Larry in there, huh? Larry's a bad boy. Larry top no, I just, top ten. Is, I don't think he is. I don't think he was. Yeah. Was he? No, I think he is. I think he's he is. he's ten. Do, if do he made it, he's do ten. Do you have your booklet it's in front my, of you? I, I might. It's on my other computer. That, 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 that's, that's, uh, Larry, who? I think he's ten because I don't think KD is ten. I I, I feel like you had KD in there, but I can't remember. Why don't you? Oh, that's right. You don't believe in the cloud, so your documents don't send. I actually so tried the. Uh, <laughs> The cloud, uh, and it was just a mess. I said, I'm turning this back off. I tried the cloud is a terrific sentence. <laughs> I'm turning this back off. Yeah, Larry Bird is 10, Kevin Durant's 9. So you got Larry Bird at 10, and you're asking if he can be considered the greatest player of all time. Yeah, that might In be the conversation. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say always, no, by the way. I'm going to say no. Disregard Will, too. Will can go hang out with Bill. No, nah, Will was... Will was a dominant basketball player. Will was getting dominated Bill, by Bill Russell. Bill was not a dominant basketball player. He was a great basketball player. I can't. I'm not putting Will in that conversation. I don't care how many records he holds. I can't put Will in that conversation. Come on. Do you think that the the conversation should be that or that small? Like between just Jordan and LeBron, and then like, okay, maybe we said Kareem. I think there's a strong argument for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but why is there an argument for those guys and not Shaq? Um, well, out the gate with Shaq, longevity is an issue. Ninety-two to two thousand five. Yeah, that's a years decent run. And four years of college, too. I mean, yeah, I can't put Shaq in there. I can always say, like, if I, I like, like, when we have these conversations, uh, Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time, right? Mm-hmm. To me, now, this is where the era thing comes into play. Shaq is the most dominant player I've ever seen. Like, you, there, there was no one, and, and, and I'm sure people older than us, and, and probably at this point, like significantly older than us, that's what they say about Will. Mm-hmm. Will was the most dominant player of his time. There was no one that could approach him. That's how I feel about Shaq. Um, Maybe, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't see Shaq in that, that top three conversation. I kind of feel like. Kobe. Yeah, now I'd listen to me. You wanted to put Shaq at like five or four. Like if you wanted to be, if you, if you were making a list, mm-hmm. like how high does Shaq go? And you say, oh, I got like, I, I don't think that's outrageous at all. I feel like, I feel like Kobe might need to be discussion. Kobe, Kobe. I'm fine with that too. Kobe checks. Wait, the, 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 the top greatest time, of all time conversation? All time. He checks all the boxes. He checks all the boxes. He's got your longevity. He's got your records. He's got your championships. He's got your impact. He checks all the boxes. Okay. I, to me, it's always Mike Ron, but yeah, I, the more I think Kobe probably needs to be in there. And then maybe the one thing guy doesn't check off is the longevity. From the day he stepped in yeah. to the day he out, he was a champion. Mm-hmm. I think of many other guys in this league who, 
who can say that? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it should be. I think there's five, five so my, guys you can, can for real have an argument with. Oh, my retort. six, actually. Because Shaq probably should. So started, if you started like we out, right, the thing I would be about LeBron, if you created like some say, make the case on over Magic. Well, Magic's, you know, Magic person, Magic's got five titles. He played the Celtic. He, he he went, what, eight? Five 80s? Yeah, I think so. Like LeBron, like 11 straight straight? What? Finals. Like uh, LeBron went to like, he at least four, 10. I just can't four. remember if it's 11. He went to eight straight. No, he did not. He went to, he went to at minimum 10. No, because he had four in Miami. 10 overall, not straight. He went to four in Miami, four Cleveland, and then he went to the Lakers and Luke Walton. Four, oh, okay. I think he's four. gone to 10 overall, though, because okay. you got the Lakers in the first cast. Three and 10? Or three and seven? Four. Three, he's got four. Oh, two with Miami. Oh, he's got the Cleveland and the Lakers. I think he's been to 10. My head. It's four and six. What about the the Spurs one? That's what I, the the yeah. the Cavs Spurs. You got, you got four that? straight with Miami, four straight with Cleveland, and then and the one Lakers with Cleveland, won. one with Lakers. Okay, got you. I mean, still, that's still nothing to sneeze at. Eight straight. Eight straight is incredible. <laughs> eight straight finals. Come on, man. <laughs> eight straight is like eight straight finals. Two different teams. Sixty two different win franchises. Sixty win. Dwayne Casey got fired because he couldn't beat LeBron James and no one else. Mm. Mm. Hasn't. Hand out for him very well since either, but wow. still, I think he's so. getting paid though. That's all that matters. All that Get your money, uh, coach. <laughs> he might be in the Alvin Gentry role him. there in uh, Detroit. That ain't gonna just might. pay him to go away. You gotta mm-hmm. do something. You gotta give him a role. Shake hands. Is Alvin still here? Yeah, I saw Alvin uh, a couple games ago sitting down on the baseline. Okay, good. Yeah, shout out Alvin. He ups the cool factor by like at least. At least seven and a half points. I hope he stays there forever. And if you if you can get him and Mark Jones in the same vicinity, there ain't a doper place to be in than the, than the Golden One Center. For real, what's the what's the so that would be the argument for LeBron over Magic? Well, there's I think there's a million arguments for LeBron. Part of it, he's thirty nine years old and he's averaging twenty five points per game. Like what's the what's the what's the LeBron versus Kobe argument in your opinion? Jesse, if you, oh, Jesse ain't even listen to us. But what's what's that one? Because I think LeBron is. See, better. don't I don't I don't don't I don't want to do this. Let's not do this. Let's do something else. <laughs> I don't like this. I love Kobe, but like I don't want to use the arguments that people use when I like. I don't. I, this kind. What do they use? It wasn't Kobe's team. Well, whatever. I don't. I, I, I don't either, but he already the, but ver- the, he already val- validated that by going and winning on his own. No, that that's that's facts. But at the time of at least two of those titles, Shaq was the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. LeBron was never the second best player. No, on any team he's been on. No, and that's fair. I don't I don't think that discredits Kobe, or maybe it sounds that way. But that's just, no, it's it, it, we're, it we're, like we're talking it, about it, the the, the it greatest comes across the shade. Time. Yeah. It comes yeah, across. It's just shade. when you talk about the greatest and you're trying to figure out what separates them, it's little stuff like that to me. And that's how I always end up on the LeBron Michael one, because the LeBron versus Jordan argument is a lot harder. Mm. Like if I'm if I'm if, I, if if we're in a debate class and I'm making the argument for LeBron James over Michael Jordan, that's a lot harder to me mm. because 
there was never a point where those two guys weren't the best player on their team. They're, I mean, you, you, you know, you could do whatever you want with this. Those two guys have always been, you know, the top, you know, in the top five players in the entire league when they played. Yeah. Um, that 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 just that argument gets gets tougher with with Jordan. You throw in, you know, if you're making the argument for Jordan, you throw in, you know, what ifs or if this had happened, this had happened, and they're all really compelling. Like poor Akeem Olajuwon has two titles. No one cares because mm. everyone will say the same thing. Yeah, but if Jordan didn't feel like playing baseball, mm. if Mr. Jordan hadn't been, you know, tragically murdered. Could have been eight straight for Mike. I um, we 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 talk about that. I go back and forth all the time. Sometimes it's like, damn, LeBron, how can you deny him? Then other times it's like, nah, it's still Mike. One thing that always sticks out to me. I think it's I think it's like music, right? It's like where you were. Like they they say you like you you fall in love with the era of music where like based on where you were in life, mm-hmm. and we re- like. How often do we reference airtime and come fly with me and and, and play that I, to the best? LeBron is like watching YouTube videos or mm-hmm. or the shop or something. Like it's it's a different like it's not it's not romantic for us the same way that those old VHS cassettes were mm-hmm. or you know DVDs or whatever they became later. Mm-hmm. Kids now they it, it's who they fall in who whose highlights to Ke- Keegan's telling his coach to YouTube him. <laughs> Like it's just it's 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 different now, and I think it's where, you know, where we were in our love of the game of basketball. Like that's ultimately what could decide the argument for us. Yeah, is where we were because if so, I try to remove myself from that yep. because if I didn't, it would be Mike. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm again, we could recite airtime from beginning to end if you want to. Do it on Friday, the New Year's special. We just recite airtime. Just a country boy from North Carolina. That's it. And how have we never referenced the part with him and Michael Jackson in the jam video? <laughs> I was nervous. He's his biggest star in the world. Like we that's like the one part of the video we've never referenced. But when I when I just go across the board, I feel like it's LeBron James. Mm. Every time every time I see LeBron James, especially when I'm fortunate enough to see him in person, mm. I look at him like that is the greatest player I've ever seen. And we talked about you you, you use the Steph Davidson thing. Mm -hmm. LeBron, I I told you the first time we saw LeBron on TV, there's no way. Mm. Y'all are ridiculous. Y'all got this dude being the Messiah. There's no way. There's no way anyone can be what you're saying he is. And he was, and then some. That's that's, and, and whether that's a fair part of the argument or not, it plays a part in the argument for me is he's everything you said he was, but better mm. at the, 18 and at 39. The the two things about to that. And, and I, I try to do the same thing. I mean, LeBron is, I can make an argument for LeBron because he is that great. The two things that I think about uh, when, Tatum out tonight. Mm. I was wondering after that ankle, yeah. I started thinking about De'Aaron yeah. like he's, this this thing gonna go cold on him tomorrow. Uh, Jason Tatum and Al Horford, as we already knew, will not play uh, in Sacramento tonight. Man, I'm sorry to, to interrupt Tatum. you. Yeah, so did I. Uh, I'm I'm not particularly thrilled with that. Yeah, Jesse just sold his tickets. 
Uh, <laughs> Nothing's changing, bro. Like, there's going to be a good game still. Yeah, it should um, be. They got, a, they got a hell of a team. More from the birthday boy, Sean Cunningham. Malik Monk uh, is listed as questionable for tonight's game. He has an irritation in his right foot. Oh, man. Was that athlete's foot? Like, what does that mean? What that is. Damn. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I thought that was important. No, that was, that was pressing. That was pressing. Uh, I would just when I think about Mike and why, and two, the two situations that are difficult for me to get past when we talk about the greatest going against LeBron. That 80, 87 season, 88 or 88-7. I mean, 88. My, my God. My yeah. God, 37 points a game yep. and you're the best defensive player. Yep. Don't give that to guards. Yep. That is – that's a height that I don't know anybody. Has it's ever happened reached. once since. Did it, I think Olajuwon did it? Yeah, did, yeah did I think Olajuwon he did. Do it? Yeah, as a center, which is the crazy thing, right? Jordan did it as a shooting guard, and then the six and zero in the finals. Not only six and zero in the finals, but never reaching a game seven. Yeah, that's crazy. Ooh. Mm. No. Oh, ne- never reached a game in seven the in the finals. In the okay, finals, yeah, okay, finals. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's that's. T- I don't know what's more impressive, that or eight straight or ten appearances overall. Both. I don't know. Yeah, they're both impressive. Uh, I needed to look at something real quick because I wasn't sure. Wow, he didn't. Wow, LeBron James is number one defensive player of the year. Mm. It was probably two years where he was I- in. I was true, wondering, I was thinking you know, about contention. that. Yeah, 2012 year if he yeah. won it both, if he won both. Yeah. Uh, he didn't. Uh, Tyson Chandler won it. Um, we'll come back. Steel and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Working with the Napa Valley Film Festival this weekend on a couple of auctions. You want that ultimate red and gold present. You want to see San Francisco and Washington on New Year's Eve. Uh, in the nation's capital, you can make your bid right now, nvff.org. There's just a couple of hours left uh, to get those bids in. Also, Dame Dalla entered uh, the 20,000-point category. Uh, he's going to be at the Golden One Center along with uh, the Greek Freak on March 12th. We got an insider package that includes uh, getting to hang out uh, with our man Vin Baker as well. Again, head over to nvf. Org. Didn't even mention the Kevin Atlas part. He's a foot-tall motivational speaker who has a hit uh, on YouTube. So go check all of that in. Only a couple of hours left uh, to get your bid in. NBFF.org. Be a part of that. Again, it's part of the Napa Valley Film Festival. And uh, all of the proceeds for this uh, go to benefit arts and education programs. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, as just reported from our man Sean Cunningham uh, just a couple of minutes ago. Excuse me. The birthday boy, Sean Cunningham, just a couple ago. uh, Jason Tatum will be out in uh, tonight's game against the Sacramento Kings at the Golden One Center. Uh, Everyone saw, I'm sure most of us saw, at least him roll his ankle pretty tough. Uh, I missed it. I was, uh, (laughs) I love Shiro. I love my mom. So she was and the game was on. She was watching it. She didn't watch the whole thing. She left, but it started with, with her there. And I was, I think I was changing a diaper. And she, all of a sudden I hear, whoa, whoa. Tatum's out. He's gone. He's oh, gone. Oh, no. I said, well, what happened? He said, yeah, it's his ankle. I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. <laughs> and then I finished changing the diaper. They were on a commercial. They come back. He hits a three. I said, what are you talking about? He's right there. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They must have shot him up. They must have shot him up. She saw that. She's up. Gordon Hayward, that's what happened right now. 
I love you, what he talk- So I didn't, I didn't know the severity of what it was because he so came right back out there and he, was playing. He rolled it. He rolled it. They, they, they got him out. They got him the band, and you could see him work. You know, trying to trying to get it mobile. ABCs. It's like oh, he's like, if if it was that bad, he wouldn't be doing that. They'd be like, no, 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 don't do that. Right. But as he got to the bench, you could see him talking to the trainer, and he was kind of. It's funny. <laughs> I love. I love Cheryl. You could see him nodding his head, uh. like as he was talking to him, he was nodding his head. And then the the uh, the trainer goes and gets the the band, uh. and like he's you see him working on his foot, and I was like, oh, okay. So at, at, in the moment, I immediately started thinking about t- today. Mm-hmm. All right, let's 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 see what happens here. He comes back. I thought he looked fine. And the only thing I thought was I just De'Aaron's words ring in my head. Of course, De'Aaron's appeared to be worse because De'Aaron had trouble moving on the floor that night. Mm -hmm. But when De'Aaron was first asked about his ankle, he got cold. It was like like the whole experience changed when the ankle got cold. They kept him moving while he was on the bench. He gets back up. He goes back out there. I thought, okay, he, he's moving fine. I think he'll be he'll be fine moving forward. But I did wonder what happens when that thing goes cold. This could be completely precautionary. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm guessing he is in some discomfort. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. And my mom's like, yeah, oh, they must have shot him up. I'm like, all right. That's well, her, maybe they did that too. To everything. Right. Like, they oh, they yeah, too. they must have shot him up. Your mom's funny, man. <laughs> Uh, so Tatum out, uh, Al Horford is out. This wasn't, I don't think I saw James tweet this. Or, uh, excuse me, not, not, uh, Sean. Nothing. Uh, so is the Porzingis stuff official? Has it already been said he's playing tonight? Or yeah, Celtics just... already released their injury report. He's playing. He's playing. He's not okay. even on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's just, yesterday was just left calf management or whatever. Well, I, I left calf management. I got that you too. Be careful. Yeah, be uh, careful with that. Everybody was, man- uh, manage your left and right calves when you... When you can. Marcus Smart vibes last night. No, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do this. Because I heard this shot. earlier, too. What are you doing? Uh, what's, what's that man doing shooting seven more times? He's open, and he's like 40% from three. If you're open, take the three. Did they win? Yeah, because everyone else missed, and they couldn't get points. In no, them. no, because he took too many shots. No, that's no, no. I'm not letting you do that. No. No. Tatum went four of like or, 19 yesterday. Or, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Is there a coach? Do we? Is, is there... Do the Celtics not have the ability to draw up a play for Tatum? He went five of nineteen yesterday. Like, we're, like uh, he should be taking twenty. It was an overtime game. He should be taking twenty five to twenty eight shots. They did not lose that game because of he, Derek White. He hurt his ankle. Derek White hurt his elbow. That's the ball, Derek White. That's the ball. Everybody. It ain't even just Derek White. Derek White did that man twenty five shots. Thirty last night. Yeah, he balled out. Why do you hate Derek White? He does. No, better yet, why do you hate Marcus Smart? Why do you hate Celtics point guards? I like both of them. What I'm saying is they should never be taking more shots than Jason Tatum, ever. I disagree. It's different. Like, if it's open, take the shot. Given given the ankle, see, you do that. You're the meme. Like, I don't know why you just won't tell us that you're not the (laughs) meme that's on the internet. You just made that, the meme that face. That is not me. They, Dr. David, get get, get, get it. <laughs> Go get it, Dr. David. You just made the meme face, That's and you try to me. convince us it's not you. It's not me. It's not me. You see our confusion, though, right? The guy looks I mean, exactly yeah, yeah, like he, you. He tried to steal my whole style. Absolutely. I understand it. I understand it. Now, given what happened to Tatum yesterday in the, in the early part of the game, given the fact he's out today, maybe that played a factor into why he only got 17 shots up. 
maybe so. He's also five of seventeen. Maybe he's like, hey, Derek White's cooking a little bit. Let me get him the ball. Hey, Jalen's cooking. Let me get him the ball. He's cooking until he wasn't, right? <laughs> All right, well, tell your boy Tatum to take over. When you That's go what get I his, would tell him if I was well, the coach. Well, when you go get his jersey, tell him to take over. Tatum was, was taking coach. shots, too. He was bricking at the end of the game, too. Like, he got his shots up. Hey, the whole damn Celtics team was throwing up man, bricks at the end of the game. They shouldn't have lost that game. That's, no, that's, they absolutely shouldn't have. I just hope they brick a bunch of shots tonight. That was a, that was a Celtics franchise record for most threes missed, 41. Was it really? Wow. Yes. How many did they take? 58. 58 17 to 58. 29.3%. That's probably when the uh, you make 15 or more threes probably wouldn't work. Hmm. <laughs> go How many threes total were shot last night? 108. There were 108 threes shot last night between the two teams. Wow. It was a great game, though. I enjoyed it. I, I, as much as I say, game. hey, Tatum yeah, should have no, shot more. I thought both teams were playing well. I thought Boston probably should have closed that out earlier. But um, Tristan talked about it yesterday. Those dudes throw up all over themselves when it's crunch time. I thought about that when you, when you said that. I, I, th- I thought they had that game in hand, man. I thought they had it in hand. Did you ever think Steph Curry was going to foul out? They're 20 and 6. No, they're fine. They're going to go to the conference finals. Like, they're fine. But, like, they do have that issue where sometimes, I don't know what it is, but, like, the last three minutes, they just go away from anything that was working. To answer your question, it's funny. No. Guy have five fouls with ten minutes to go in the third. Yeah. Oh, he ain't fouling out. No, he's you not. Don't even, you don't even have to take him out, Steve Kerr. No. Nope. He ain't fouling out. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Unless he hits Tatum with a rock bottom in the middle of the chase center, he's probably not going to get called. For, yeah. Probably not going to get called for that third foul. And you're right, Steve Kerr would call for a review. He, they, oh yeah, he lost his review last night when Curry got the fifth foul. Nothing shocks me with Steph. That shot was insane. The catch and shoot, the arc. Shot was crazy. Didn't hit anything but the bottom of the net. You know what deserves more love is the play that broke the streak of nobody making a freaking basket, and that was Kaminga. The steal, oh, the steal, the steal, and the 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 breakaway dunk. Yeah, and I'll give the dental office credit; they they popped for that. Oh yeah, they, they as were, much they as were, the, they as, were lit up yesterday. Yeah, as much as the that. dental office can yeah, can I mean, get a pop, yeah. You know, yeah, we're grading on a curve, but yeah, no, you know, no, for sure, and that's okay. Yeah. It's a good, you know, good teachers grade on a curve. It was cool. It was cool last night. Uh, but that was a that was a hell of a play from Kaminga, and it and it and it was almost <laughs> it it kind of settled things because again, it was just brick, brick, brick from both sides. That was at the beginning of overtime. Mm-hmm. Kaminga gets that that steal, the breakaway, and so all right, it was almost like okay, now the game, now now the now the game is resumed. Yeah, yeah, man. They they uh, Warriors needed that. Everybody needed that, you know. And they had some Al Horford had a big time three um, to get it to one uh, in that situation. I thought they was they get that one stop. You know, they get an opportunity to to win the game, but. The Celtics Curry wouldn't have it. The Celtics missing four shots on one possession is incredible. It was cooked when Jalen Brown missed the layup at the end of it. Oh, oh Jalen Brown. And it was a wide oh. open lane too, and it's just like, bro, just dunk it. What are you doing? Yeah. What about uh, Horford, Trace Adam? The Horford tip in. Mm. He missed the uh, make that. He missed two. He missed like three tip ins. I think Al Horford's stat line last night was bad. Yeah, he wasn't great. I think it was like two oh, of yes. ten from three or something like that. It was three of ten from three. It was four of fourteen yeah, overall. Double double. He did. 13, 12, and 6 for he did. Warford. He did. He's someone who's – they're just keeping him safe for the playoffs. Mm. He's hit that age. What are they doing, playing him every other game, or they just don't play him the second night? He doesn't play back-to-backs. 
Smart. The second night of a back-to-back. How old is Al Horford? Like 36, 37? Yeah, he's 37. Uh, so because of that, you know who we'll see today, and we saw a little bit last night who played well, I thought, is Namias Keita. Yeah, so Jesse Jesse called that one earlier. We could get some big Namias Keita minutes. He's low-key playing himself like into like a deal or something like that. He's a two-way right now, I think, but he's been he's better than Luke Cornette. Yeah, That's going to have to be the third center right now on that team. Yeah, 10-10 last night. He had a double-double last week, too, as well, I believe. The, the rebounds is what is impressive to me. Um, that was always my frustration with him, is being a better rebounder. And I, I haven't watched a lot of them this year, but I know last night he was doing a really good job on the boards, as you can see by the 10 rebounds. But. He's kind of playing that Rob Williams role, not as good, because Rob is a much better defender. Kate is still kind of figuring that out with the Celtics. But like, it's kind of like get the rebounds and then run this pick and roll. If you're open, we're going to throw you this lob. So we could get 48. I thought I saw this earlier, but wasn't sure. Your boy Cornette is out. Oh, I didn't even see that. One. Yeah, he, he's, isn't he's, he the green rocket or something? The green Cornette? Yeah, green Cornette. Shout out the Green Hornet. Good movie. Is it? It's cool. It's is stupid, that, but it's cool. DC joint? I don't even think it's anything like it might be like knockoff DC type or something. I don't know. Yeah, Kata gonna play forty eight tonight. <laughs> yeah, they ain't got much. Kata, it's the opportunity. Kata, call it. Hey, I like Namias Kata. I, 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 I want it to work out for him. I prefer it not work out for him tonight. But uh, I hope he finds a if if not a home in Boston, certainly a home in the league. Yeah, he might find a home in Boston. He should. I mean, he's playing well for those guys. Yeah. Yeah, and he's going to play tonight. Is he going to get a pop? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I think he might. Yeah, he's going to get – people People going to show him love here. We, do, we, people, we do people love. stand when he comes in? Yeah, I think he'll get I think he'll get some love on his way in, and that'll be it. It's not going to be like Harry Giles' love. He's going to get He's gonna get love when he checks in, and that's going to be the end of it. You imagine Cater brings – I don't know if I need to come out of my seat. And you imagine Cater brings down 10 rebounds, they start booing because it's like, what was well, this last year? Well, the good thing, you don't have to get out of your – like you, you're you already sitting on the no court. There's no one in front of you, so you're fine. Stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do you think uh, he gets uh, people standing up when he comes in again? Yeah. yeah. Again, he, I'm not, he's, I'm he's, not, he's, he's going to I'm not, I'm not against it. I, that just wouldn't he's come gonna, to mind. He's going to get – That G- wouldn't come to my mind. He's a G a, League MVP. He'll get booed real quick if he, you know, gets a couple of rebounds and puts him back. Because like Jesse said, it's going to be like, oh, now. All right. All right, big fella. There's levels to this. I guess. I don't know if he's a get-out-your-seat guy. I don't know. You guys do love, like, your former Kings, though. Like, everyone gets love. I got love for Kata. I got love for Kata. It takes a lot to get booed. Shout out Buddy and Bagley, but. Kata. He's far from getting booed. He'll get – but if I was – Sitting there watching the game. Katie comes in. Hey, Namias. Maybe a clap and then you hey, get him to stretch. No, Good to see you, man. No, I don't know if I, hey, hey, hey. I don't know if that's I, I think that's happening. I think I think I think Kata, right. I think right. Kata's but but it's not gonna be a hundred percent. Kata, you know, of 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 the folks in the in the bowl area, not the not counting the concourse, yeah. I think you'll get a solid forty five to fifty percent off their more, feet. More people off their feet. Or more people that say ski ye when that beat is played. More people saying ski because I'm saying ski ye later. <laughs> I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm saying people yeah. that say ski ye. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Third best record of of the year according to Complex Magazine or Complex Publication. I don't know what to call it. I say Complex, and when people think I'm talking about DJ Complex, yeah. I don't know where ski ye ranks in terms of DJ Complex's rankings. 
Uh, I'm, glad, I'm happy to see Kata playing. You've seen well. my man complex today. I ain't seen him either. I'm happy to see uh, Kata playing well, though, man. Yeah. And I hope you know, in a Kings win, I hope he plays well again tonight, man. I, I, I like his story. Seems like a good guy, hard worker. Um, I want to see him succeed, succeed in this league. Yo, KD went for forty. You know, Suns lost last night. That was a bad loss. KD went for bad, KD man. went for forty. I think him and Book. Where is it? Him and Book had a combined sixty-six of the Suns' hundred and four points, mm. but they lost by like five. They lost to the Blazers. I don't know what to make of that because the Blazers aren't very good. They play. No. They play hard though. They play hard, but Phoenix. You got Book and KD there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't win that game. Suns are fourteen and thirteen. Mm. How are we feeling about the, the Suns right now? I don't feel nothing you worried, about the you worried Suns. About I never, them? I never felt anything. Gonna... I never felt anything about the Suns because this was always this was always the thing. Would it be different if Brad was around? Of course, it would be different. But part of the issue is I. think I think the depth of this team got a little bit. It got a little bit better. They when they made that that trade, mm. but overall, this team doesn't. The team collectively, yeah. it doesn't move me. Yeah, I, I I think Nurkic has done a fine job. I think Nurkic is he he <laughs> last night mm. has done a, a a more sob on the season. I think than I expect. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the makeup of this team. I agree with you. I don't think this is a team, and I'm I'm looking at like. What their expectations are. I don't think this is any type their of Their expectations are realistic with yeah. this team to me. I don't even know. Not at all. This is an owner doing way too much. The I Brad Beal was the Brad Beal action. I'm a fan of Brad Beal for the record. I think it was way too much. Yeah. I, I figured out a different way to fill this team out. I don't. I'm not exactly sure. But I, I feel like I'd be shocked if they got to the conference finals. I, I just don't feel like they have enough. So uh, their big three has only played 24 minutes total this season. That's crazy. You know what it is with the conference finals? It's like, what's the path there? Right? Mm. And not to disrespect different teams that have gone to the conference finals in the past. If you yeah. get to the conference finals, you've earned it. Mm-hmm. Some paths are more difficult than others. Yeah. And can I see uh, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker squad? get through some series like sure but like they this is they they this is a team that could play in the plan this is low-key feeling like brooklyn nets a couple of years ago i think like they they didn't um bit. they didn't like get any time together or whatever and yeah. i think they were expecting oh now they're back for the playoffs and they're gonna do it and they lost first round like you got to have some type of consistency and like constant of playing together what what you're what you're saying though is is spot on i mean look at the way the 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 standings are right now, mm-hmm. Kings 4-5. You get matchups with Dallas in the first round, and then, uh, I mean, Minnesota is, is tough or whatever, but you avoid the Clippers, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the Clippers are the team that – Well, after a handful of losses to the Clippers, yes, I'd like to avoid them Kings for now. Just don't want to see. Until, but, until look, further discussion, I'd like you, to avoid you, them. You get to the conference finals yeah. without hey, playing – Get me – yeah, give me. That's when I want the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Give me the Clippers in the conference finals. Give me peak conference finals, James Harden, and I'm good to go as a Kings fan. Hell, I could take it to say right that right now the the A seed is the Lakers. They could beat the Timberwolves. I like the matchup with the Kings and sure. the Lakers. Yeah. So sure. it, it'd be 
with with the Western Conference being as tight as it is, and really no dominant teams, matchups in your path in the playoffs matter Absolutely. more than ever. Absolutely. Especially since we when we lo- we don't lose to very many teams, but when we do, we lose to them multiple times. Well, we we hey, we make sure you get the point. <laughs> we want you to know you're better than us, so we're going to lose a couple <laughs> of times. We, because Kenny and I are throwing our uniforms on tonight. Yeah, we say we. Minnesota and Philly tonight. It's a good game. Where's it at, Philly? Yeah. Yeah, it's a 4 o'clock start for those going to the Kings game tonight. Or for even for those that are watching, you'll be able to get a – you'll be able to catch pretty much all of that. They um they had a big time. That's the win. game on before uh, NBA oh, TV. Oh, yeah, NBA yeah. TV. Yeah. National TV tonight. National TV. Yeah. Right. We really changed the way we grade this, don't no, we? It's always been national TV. National okay. TV. Uh, Clippers in Dallas tonight. Clippers are about to mollywop the Mavericks. In Dallas. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Clippers are cooking. Have they lost yet? Eight in a row. I, I can't remember. I can't remember the the. Uh, I know they were on the the longest winning streak in the league. I can't remember. I thought they. I thought I they hadn't you. lost Clippers? since no, that they Nugget haven't. game. Yeah, eight Nuggets straight. Game. And the, and before the Nuggets game, I think they had won like five or five, four or five in a row. Um, they. Where the hell is the Nuggets game? It was before the first Kings game. Where's the Clippers? Nuggets, Nuggets, Nuggets. Um, no, they they lost to the Warriors after the Kings game. Ah, that's right. They played a, right. they played two games against the Warriors in a row. That was the last team that they lost to. They beat the Kings. You're right. They did lose to the Nuggets before the Kings game. Mm-hmm. Um, they've uh, beat. Whew, they beat the Mavericks earlier this season, 107 to 88. Uh, they they hadn't they didn't have a streak. They before the Nuggets game, they had won four or five. They've won That's thirteen of sixteen. Yeah. After losing, they're playing they well. Lose, what did they lose? Five in a row when James oh, got there. I'm, I'm sorry. Five or six in a row. Yeah. So I'm I'm sorry. Something caught my attention. NBA power rankings mm. with a graphic that has Keegan Murray on it. I'm Thanks, sorry. Guys. <laughs> Let me see where this is. All right, we got Boston at number one, Minnesota at number two, Milwaukee, Philly, Denver's at number five, Oklahoma City, the Clippers are at number seven, and the Sacramento Kings, up from the 11th spot, are at number eight. The write-up from Kendra Andrews says, Keegan Murray has come into his own this season. During his rookie campaign, uh, a season ago, he showed the potential but this year, he's realizing it. He hit 12 threes, a franchise record against the Jazz on Saturday. And while he struggled with his shot early in the season, he excelled in every other area of his game. The Kings currently rank 14th on offense with Murray shooting, assuming he maintains it. In combination with De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis, Sacramento could reach the offensive standards it set last season when it had the league's best unit. Pause. Kendra Andrews right there um, in the latest ESPN power rankings. Well, Up three spots, 11 to 8. No mention of defense in that. No, no. Well, they what are the Kings, 15th in defensive rating, I think? I yeah, Ke- uh, uh, Kendra used to write a lot about the Kings got to be better defensively. She focused on the offensive end here this year. It's funny. She says the Kings currently ranked fourth, 14th on offense. She focused on Keegan Murray's shooting. 
focused on that, you know, going with De'Aaron and Domas, all of last year she would talk about how bad the defense is. <laughs> but had a golden opportunity to talk about, and which I guess she sort of did when she said while uh, his shot uh, early in the season uh, struggled, he excelled in every other area of his game. Mm. But didn't point out the fact that they're about middle of the tier defensively. That's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Right. The Kings in their last four victories. Mm-hmm. Scored 131, 128, mm. 125, and 143. And we looked at the third quarters of those games, and they were pretty nasty. 40-plus in all of those quarters. I need to see that tonight. Boston's a little different. Yeah, one, that's one, the, that's, I don't know. One I don't thing know that I want to see from them against Boston, though. And Boston gave up 130, what, wasn't some last night. Yeah, 131? Yeah. What I'm not saying the Kings should get 131 tonight, but well, I want to see them. The Warriors can do it. Get in the open court a little bit more. Boston is tough when you got to deal with them in in a half court setting. Get you, you're talking about on the offensive end. Yeah, get into the open. Get stops and get into the open court, and you know try and push the pace on these guys. I, I want to push the pace on them because they played an overtime game last night. That's what we talked about with Denver earlier in this year. Yep. Denver was on the second night of a back-to-back. Hell, if you're going to get your, if you are going to get your ass kicked on the second night of a back-to-back because you're tired because of the way you run, that's fine. It, it, it sucks, but like, okay, take advantage of the night you're playing teams on the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah, Start when you're not. Ass. That's right. That's right. Run them, run them out the gym, yep. or run through three quarters until they just fall out the gym in the fourth. Uh, most points that <laughs> I knew this would be the case. I was just curious what it, it, it looked like most points that the uh, Celtics have scored this year, 155. I don't think it'll be difficult for anyone to guess who it was against. <laughs> by the way, they won that game by 51. Oof. For those that haven't caught on, it was the Pacers. Uh, they scored 133 against the Knicks, thought to be a good defensive team. Most points that they've given up was, in fact, last night. I said 131. It was 132, forgive me, against the Golden State Warriors. Prior to that, the most points they had given up, they actually gave up 123 in that win that I just referenced against the New York Knicks when they scored 133. They're third in the league right now in defensive rating. Really? Wow! I wouldn't have guessed that. Just looking at the, I'm I'm just looking at some of these numbers. I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm assuming they're probably one of the top teams in transition defense as well. Um, But I feel like that's your best bet because you got to deal with those guys in the half court. It's tough. It's tough. So get stops. Starts with your stops. Mm -hmm. Get stops. Get the ball. Get up in the open court. De'Aaron. Uh, using his speed, if Malik plays, same thing. You know, get the guys out there, Keegan, Kevin Herter, get some open threes. Um, yeah, it's a bonus. You even handle the rock. You you do that often. You get out and transition. Yeah, if I'm the Kings, I'm just running at Boston all game. Don't foul. That's really the biggest thing. Because even after a miss, you can take the ball out and get it up the court. But you foul, that gives them the, the break they need. Sorry, I'm a little shaken. What? what? I just want to see. I just want to see more power rankings. I just want to see oh, CBS. What CBS got? You want to go on. to break? How about yeah, like yeah, see them, see them, oh, and, and, and we'll talk about it. Hey, you want to go to break, dumbass? 
you know, so we can get a paycheck? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, I, well, all right. I found another one. Ooh. Uh, Stilo and Casey. You need to do this more often. Just, just peruse rankings. the internet. Yeah. Stilo and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <laughs> Celebrate yourself. Nobody knows what it takes to be you. Complex is a good follow on threads. So I went over to threads right now. I'm looking at my profile. <laughs> it says, I, at I'm, nah, threads might be the one. 24 <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> you know what's funny? What's funny is people's like, oh, Threads is is so much better. It's so much more peaceful. It's the same thing. <laughs> Threads got the drama that Twitter does? It's the same thing. I said the war went again without Draymond. It's almost as if they're better. I don't. I Wait, have no clue who this person were is. Were they lighting up the, the men's one? No, they're not. That's completely misguided. Boston <laughs> messed up, and right rotations helped. Draymond is a DPOY player who's having his best shooting year of his career. Like, what are we talking about? Sir, who the F are you? Who who the hell guy? He's got a pearl of his beard. Get the hell out of my face. I thought it was to be different over there. It's the same thing. We're all social media is trash. It's the same. No, no. Instagram's fake. Instagram's fake. Don't Insta- tell me about Instagram. Instagram. Instagram's that's right. fake. It's fake and it's happy. No, that's why it's trash. Man, no, that's cap. Twitter's, Twitter's in the no, dump. No, that's, that's Twitter. Twitter, I. No, Twitter is trash. But I don't like your trash elements. Like, look how happy we look right there. Look it, we up there. Look it, I'm up there with with Casey and my and my mate. That's your boy. Come on, man. Let's go. Come on, man. This is happy. I need real. IG is happy. Look it, I'm staring off into the into the to the to the to the light. And you know, I bet after that you're like, damn, I got to go um, charge my car, and you're all pissed off. In reality, Instagram, it looks like, oh, Damien's well, fine, I, I, but in I reality, no, he's mad. I I I I I I don't. I, that doesn't matter. I don't have to post that part. My man said he already responded. I I just tweeted the Eddie Murphy meme from the distinguished gentleman of laughing. He said, if you believe that. Respectfully agree to disagree, but I can't take you seriously, my friend. You have no facts to back that up. Sir, I have no idea who the hell you are. I'm sure not going to take you seriously. <laughs> Look it. It's 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 D'Lo Casey and, and Victoria Monet. How could you not like this app? I, I love I'm not a picture Look guy it. either, though. Me and Charlotte. What's wrong with you? As we were speaking, I just put I'm about to put this on my stories. Put what on your stories? I just, I just um, was film, filming you going off on the uh, guy on threads. Oh, for goodness. Jordan in the chat threw it in there earlier. Um, YouTube, it's not the same, but YouTube is low-key to go. And you can't. You, you, YouTube actually feels like a lot of work. Where else are you going to follow waitresses from? <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> so the Kings moved up. On um, the NBA's power rankings as well, they moved up one slot from nine to eight. Uh, this was before they played uh, the Wizards. Um, I'm looking to see. Nope. Not a single reference about De'Aaron Fox averaging 30 points per game. Just just nothing. We, Yo, got, the, we got the Keegan Murray just, picture on the power just, rankings. Is this our Brock just, Purdy here? Just nothing. <laughs> you, said, you said CBS. I don't know if CBS has theirs out yet, but I, uh, Sports Illustrated does. I'll check on Sports Illustrated. So, so 
one thing I thought about last night, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not trying to pit these guys against each other. They're, they're phenomenal in their own right. Um, they, they're just great by themselves. They, they kind of will be pitted against each other a lot, uh, just because that's what people do. But um, John Morant, people were going crazy over John last night. Crazy. Oh, John's back. Yo, John. Yeah. I'm telling you, this boy's crazy. Hey, they got hope now. They got hope. I'm sitting there and I can't, I can't front. Part of me is like, would they do this for De'Aaron if he (laughs) scored 34 on TNT? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Nope. (laughs) Absolutely not. They would not treat De'Aaron like this. And I'll just, just take note of it. I just noticed. I'm like, okay. I don't know why that is. Well, I think these I think these these outlets are sharing power rankings because I pulled up SIs and the Kings are what do you think? 8th. They're 8th. Up Who, from 11th. Why are they up to 8th? You want to guess? Up from 11th. Ele- or up Murray. from 11th Keegan Murray. <laughs> uh, NBA team Man, they lives. really do hate De'Aaron Fox out well, here. Who who's ahead of them real quick? Uh, sorry, I just closed. I know the Timberwolves are one. Okay. Uh, Boston's one. Okay. Um, so so that's that's very literally one and two. Minnesota, Boston, Philly, Oklahoma City, yeah, Denver, La- your your Clippers, uh, up from fourteen by the way to six, mm. uh, and then Milwaukee at seven. Okay. Okay. See, I might have take a little umbrage with, but eh, no big deal. I get look here. Here's uh, pro basketball talk posted. Uh, a couple minutes ago, all exact Oklahoma City's at five. Uh, Denver's at six. Los Angeles at seven. You guys aren't going to believe this. The Sacramento Kings are at eight. <laughs> oh man, it's all good. I, do I mean, you I, think all those teams ahead of them are deserving? Do you think they reference De'Aaron Fox in this write-up? No, they do not. It's crazy, man. This dude averaging thirty a night. They reference score in the league. Keegan Murray, not De'Aaron Fox. Why do you think that is? That he's not getting mentions like anywhere, really. I don't know. Man. He's gone from twenty five to thirty. He's thirty and six. There's only a handful of players that are probably scoring thirty right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is scoring thirty. I'm sure. Besides KD, whose team is in the play-in, is an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Mm. I found another one. Oh. So this individual, this is Uprox, broke him down oh, into yeah, yeah. broke him down into tiers. Oh, Zach Harper style, little barista. Oh, that's unfortunate. Tier one, the contenders. Tier two, the next best. The contenders, Minnesota, okay. Boston, Milwaukee. Oklahoma City, Philadelphia, and Denver. Tier two, the Clippers, the Orlando Magic, the Sacramento Kings, and the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks. The Mavericks. (laughs) Yeah, Mavericks. I'm blocking... Up rock. Okay. CBS, this was a day ago. I'm just determined to find somebody say somebody say something. I, hey! All right. We've got the Kings at six. And I see De'Aaron Fox's name. Who's that? Oh, De'Aaron Fox missed the Utah win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who who is that? I got him at six. Uh CBS. Oh, okay. 
CBS has this. This might be more your style. Just taking a quick glance at it because the Thunder are seven. It's uh, yeah, I don't know why everybody's so quick to love the Thunder. It's Boston at one because they've been waiting years for this. It's Boston at one, Minnesota at two, the Clippers, the Bucks, the Sixers, and then the Sacramento Kings. The Kings lost to the Clippers to start the week before rattling off consecutive wins over the Thunder, Jazz, and Wizards. Keegan Murray did the unthinkable on Saturday, mm-hmm. making 12 of his first 13 three-point attempts en route to a career-high 47. De'Aaron Fox missed the Utah win but averaged 28 points and five assists in the other three games while the Montez Sabonis averaged, uh, excuse me, while the Montez Sabonis added 20 points, 12 rebounds, and 7.5 assists per games on 65% shooting. Mm. Well done, CBS. Good job by them. I'll get off the internet now, but well done. Good job by them. Yeah, uh, Okay. the OKC thing, they're, they're a good team. Um, I think the Thunder and the Kings are about the same spot. Like That's where they should be. They One should be six, the other should be seven, or seven or eight, or something like that. Like, they should be at the same spot. I'm not sure, sure why they're like three spots ahead of the Kings. I don't I have no idea. I just think they've wanted they've wanted this moment for a long time and it's finally happening for them. Mm. You know, with one of the greatest Twitter beatdowns in history yesterday. <laughs> I didn't read the rest of Homeboy's column. He uh, has, yeah, he has, the he has the Kings at eleventh. Yeah. Oh, I. Oh, that's all. He, well, yeah. I, I read everything he wrote about Sacramento. I didn't read anything else. He got his ass kicked yesterday. <laughs> that was that was tough. That was tough. That was a. I couldn't imagine your own city not liking you, bro. That was a <laughs> Nexus John Cena style beatdown. <laughs> like they just not only did they beat him up, they just tore the ring up and everything. <laughs> well, I mean, part of they the reason for that, ass Jesse, and, and he he may not care, so it's fine. it's fine if he's happy. That's all that matters. But the own city don't like you because you don't like your own city. That's fact. You came down to you. You got about here. Try to disassociate yourself uh, with the city and. You you succeeded, and if he doesn't care, that's fine too. Um, I just, yeah, I, I just do better. Do better at your job. Do or, better at your job, or do something else for a living. <laughs> no, nah, because you're really bad at this. That's the that's the culprit. You're like you're really really bad at this. <laughs> You'd be better, yeah. or just cover a team. If that's your bag, just cover a team. Yeah. Because you're not equipped to cover the league. Bees like that sometimes. They really are treating De'Aaron Fox like he's Brock Purdy. Sorry, right, though. It's all right. That's crazy. Yeah. Like normally, normally they they love this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I guess I guess they I guess they won't. I guess they won't. I think I actually think it's the Brock Purdy syndrome. Mm. They can't admit. Uh, I was wrong about Brock Purdy. I thought the 49ers season was over. Mm. I wrote 10,000 words about how the 49ers season was over. You think the media gets turned off by, um, like, Fox saying, I don't care if I make the all-star team or, like, stuff that they're involved in. You know, like, Fox is very, He values like, their importance? Yeah, like, yeah, Fox man. is very, like, I'm a ball, I'm going to do my thing or whatever. This other stuff doesn't matter. And you kind of got to be, like, friends with the media. Not friends, but, you know? Yeah. No, I, yeah, you got to play a game. Yeah, you got to yeah. play, play a game. Yeah, Fox is really not here for any of it like 
just it's just whatever. Like if if something is engaging and he finds it engaging that day to speak on or whatever, then you know, speak on it. If it's just like uh cut and dry, he'll hit you with a if they gotta do with me. Well, <laughs> every once in a while you gotta hit him with that. <laughs> By the way, Jerry Rice said Brock Purdy reminds him of Joe Montana. Interesting. Isn't it? I wonder I wonder how people reacted to Jerry Rice doing that. I heard that. I can't even calculate the weeks I've heard that. I heard that. Mm. It was a while ago that that was said yeah. here yeah. by someone in this studio. Yeah. Not me. No. Jerry Rice isn't here. That's fine. Hey, it's it's whatever, That's man. That's fine. It's whatever. You know what I'm saying? What what was the other thing we uh we was on before when we like last year we said the Kings get to the finals. Oh, nobody yeah. saying nothing. And then all of a sudden the Kings get to the <laughs> no, finals. No, it wasn't no, it wasn't that nobody said anything. It was that they took our they 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 laughed at it. Uh-huh. That's they, facts. Yeah, they 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 laughed at it and we saw it. We saw <laughs> shows and podcasts and different people you don't think this can be a finals team right you don't think then all of a sudden i don't remember if it was winhurst someone on espn said it and all of a sudden people are leading their shows with it all can, of them clowns can this be a finals team all of them clowns will z laughed at us <laughs> love will z he'll be with us in a minute laughed at us oh. they was laughing well at- and part of part of it was they didn't actually listen to what you said that was the cold piece. Is when we got into the conversation, they, they all they heard Kings finals informed to take right. rather than no no. Let me explain. They didn't hear none of that. Out of the oh times. oh, just we saw it all. We heard it all. The before and the after. Yeah, we love y'all. Yeah yeah. We heard all of it. Come on man. Come on. Hey, it's, and it's good. It's cool. It's whatever. It's whatever. I'm just. It's whatever. All I'm saying is with this situation. And what I've been saying with this situation man. with Brock Purdy is I just watched him. I'm like, man, he got some he got some Joe Montana elements to him. Not saying he's Joe Montana, not saying he's gonna win one Super Bowl, it, let alone four. And I think what Jerry was talking about, Jesse, was was his poise. His poise. Yeah, you said Brock yeah. doesn't get rattled or anything like nope. that. Yeah. Nope, doesn't get rattled. Another thing that reminds me of Joe, um, and other great quarterbacks have this quality as well is Brock knows his limitations. And and what I mean by that, some people may look at that as like, oh, he knows I don't have a strong arm, so I'm not going to throw it down the field. No, that's not necessarily what that means to me. That means he knows he just doesn't have this, I can be off my back foot and I've got a cannon that's going to go 60 yards. He knows if I want to be accurate, if I want to be good throwing the ball down the field, I've got to put so much work in on making sure my footwork is right, making sure everything is where it's supposed to be, my timing is right, understanding the game, doing my homework so my timing's right. So when I see Debo cut across, cut down the seam, I I see it before Debo sees it. And I can I can let the let the joint go and have it on the money. Like he understands I'm not Patrick Mahomes or whatever the case may be. That doesn't mean I can't be great. Mm-hmm. That just means I have to prepare myself in a different different fashion. And he's great at that. Brock has shown so far in his year and a half, he is great at understanding defenses, understanding his game plan, what his team wants, the strengths and weaknesses 
of his team and his players, it's, he is great at preparation and, and understanding what he has to do to be great. You're listening to D'Lo and KC on KIFM, West Sacramento, KRXQ, HD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320, always live on the free Odyssey at 1320 TV as well. If you want to watch the show uh, or if you want to call in, 916-909-1320, let's get our man TC in here. TC, what's going on, baby? Yes, sir. What's up with my two brothers? What's your big dog? How you doing, man? Man, I'm all right. Just tapping in with my boys, man. I see y'all going to be there tonight, man. Y'all go crazy tonight. Hey, y'all both look nice, too. I like that jacket, Kenny. I appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you. Always a good sign when my man TC says good, man. So it's good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. D-Lo, you as well. But hey, let's check it out. Like I said, the Kings going to win tonight, man. I think uh, when I look at that, right, I guess Tatum and Holford ain't playing tonight. Yep, yep, that's correct. They're out. So, so do you do you change do you change uh, you know uh, that how much they win by or anything like that? Nah, I'm still saying eight points. The only thing I got to say different is is the boys got to stay focused tonight. Don't mm-hmm. play down and think that oh Tatum and Hoffman ain't playing, so we can kind of drag button. We ain't gonna play well. No, we got to stay laser focused because we we tend to do that sometimes. It depends on the team. Or if one of the teams are playing without their star players, we just came in and played like, oh, we're just out here lollygagging. We're going to jack up 100 threes and see if we can win that way. Mm-hmm. No, Mike, keep everybody focused, laser focused. Let's beat these dudes like we're supposed to and move on and have a nice holiday. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Well, we got a couple games before the holiday, but, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, we got a couple more really tough games before the <laughs> holiday. I don't even think that's a trait of this Kings team either. Doesn't seem like it. Although, no, nah, it doesn't seem like it. Although we were just frustrated with the fact that they seem not focused on back-to-backs. Well, that's different. That's that, that's a, not the same as, uh, you know, there, there'd be a time where if so-and-so was ruled out, it was like, well, the Kings are losing my 12. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. But with that situation. Which is why and, the Philly loss was so angering last year. Right. <laughs> with that situation and with – playing teams that you should beat. I think they're past that. They'll come out and beat the hell out of you if you're not supposed to be out there. I'm not saying that's where Boston is, but I'm just saying yeah, like definitely if, not. if you're if you're playing teams that are shorthanded or like the Wizards just aren't you know good enough to beat you, they they seem like they don't mess around no more. Yeah, the Wizards was a good example of that. The Jazz were a good example of that. Um, those are teams that they not only won, they won by a lot. Yeah. And, you know, this, this home court thing, man, I think they're taking that a little seriously this year too. And they're, and they're trying to make this a, a tough place for teams to come in. And Does and this stretch go a long way for that? This three-game stretch here? Yeah. If they can, can – You've beaten the Suns. Yeah. Yeah, they can come out of this two-on-one. That'll, you know – Maybe it'll establish something. Twelve and four. Yep. Yep. I'll be like, look, this is what it is when you come here. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Uh if you want to get in on the phone line. Shout out to our man T C as he noted, uh Jason Tatum will not play tonight uh at the Golden One Center. I, I know like people, you know, the competitive part of all this. I hate that. Like that's this is Tatum's only trip here. Mm. Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> like I, I I from a from a basketball perspective. I hate this. Plus, give me De'Aaron and Tatum. Give me, give me Keegan and Tatum. Right. I'm ready for that. Right. 
Um, I hate I hate that Tatum can't go. I was, I was literally gonna buy the jersey tonight and have him That's sign it. That's not true. You were not. Damn. Where were you gonna drink. Where were you gonna buy the jersey at? At Lids. No, 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 no. You weren't because we're going to the ice rink. <laughs> but listen, Casey already knows too. Like he would have been in position for Tatum to sign it. Hey, Jason, whatever. My little courtside seat. Can you sign what? this for me? Like you just said, you just told on yourself. He would have asked him before Dang. the jump ball. Dang, I gotta do like Drake. Dang, man. <sighs> Let's go get the jersey tonight. You're such a fraud. Sometimes Dang. I swear you were not. I got a rondo for you if you want that. No. <laughs> what if Jesse said, I got, I got a Tatum jersey right here. I don't think there's any other Celtics I, I would want their jersey. I Tatum. I said Tatum. Oh, I bet it's Jesse's. I'm not going to take his jersey. I mean, yeah. It's fine. I'm wearing Bird today. Dude. You can have Tatum. See? Yep. Damn, Bird. It's going to be charged up at the Golden One Center tonight. It's going to be fine. I, I think, I think Fox is – I was telling Dan before the show, I think Fox is going to have something for everyone tonight. Birthday buckets? I told, I told Dan he could hit 50 tonight. Mm. I, I'm, I'm waiting for that game from him, too. Mm. He hasn't had that game yet where it's just like that 50 or whatever. He's just unstoppable. 40 or whatever. Everyone does 40. He, like I'm waiting for him to have that 50. You know what the great part about that would be is I think if Fox hit 50 like tonight, this week, or something like that, he'd just stare at Keegan. <laughs> he'd just look right at Keegan like, I told you I'd get 50. I told you I could get it. He treat, yeah, they, like, they, they, gonna, they treat Keegan like Mike treated Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah, like that. Exactly. Like that. Okay. <laughs> hey Keegan, it's for you, baby. That's that's the way Malik and and and, and De'Aaron be doing. I was talking about it on the on the handoff, man. I just I love the relationship that they have. Not only <clears throat> how, you know, they have fun with Keegan and you know, and it, it's you know it's all out of love. You know, I think that's one thing that Keegan gets out of it too is you know, you know that's that's big bros, man. They showing love mm-hmm. uh, the way they do, and they look out for Keegan the way they do. But also, Keegan being accepting of that dynamic. Yeah, I don't know if all rookies would like stop trying to big bro me, man. Stop trying to, you know, like he just takes it all in stride. And even though he's not a rookie anymore, he's like, man, it's it's all good. It's what my guys do. You know, it's 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 their way of showing love, and and they got my back and things of that nature. Now, I I don't know if all all uh, rookies will be accepting of of that dynamic. Yeah, I, well, yeah. especially when you're the fourth I, pick in the second, draft too. Yeah. I was, second year I was player. Say, yeah, he's not even a he's he's not even a rookie. Uh, but yeah, he Keegan comes across as like the chillest, like being the fourth pick in the draft, like all that stuff. None of that stuff phases him. He's the perfect number three guy for this team. He's the perfect guy for De'Aaron and Malik. Mm. Like. He's he's perfect. Yeah. Because Malik is a massive personality. Uh, De'Aaron is a is a he's he's he doesn't have a personality I think the size of Malik's, but he is the unquestioned like guy mm-hmm. here. He's perfect for that. Yeah. And Domas I just agree. ties it all together. He does. Domas is the no nonsense. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, it was Arvidas' birthday yesterday? I saw a bunch of highlights in that. Boy, was Arvidas was nasty. <laughs> My, yeah, Arvidas saw, was you nasty. know, it came up a couple times on the timeline, just just highlights. And he only like, played for the Blazers, right? Like, he didn't yeah. play for anyone else. Yeah, just the Blazers. And, like nine years, ten years, something like that. And he like came, came over late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was in his 30s when he finally came over. Oh, wow. I think. I, I knew be. he was older. I didn't realize he was that old. I think he, he, was, I think he was in his 30s, and it was after he had torn his Achilles already. 
That was crazy. Why am I doing this? I can't spell RV. Seven three. There it is. Oh, try, try. Well, I already got it. Oh, I'm gonna try. I already got it. A R V Y I. Switch the I and the Y. I think. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no I. There's no I. There's no. got to be an I in there. A no, there's not. B-Y. That's it. R V Des. D You got it. Well, D U S. No. What? No. You, you, you trying to weigh in here too? Well, I know. I wish is R V Y D A S, right? R V Des, right? S- spell is it, it a- again. I don't, I don't want to because I, I felt like it was wrong. <laughs> There's the A, the A, it's it, A S. It's A R B Y D A S. A S. What I said? I said D I S. I I I got I got in the general vicinity, and so it popped up. Pause. Thirty one. Wow. Yeah, you were right. Thirty one. We got pocket watches for our Vitas. Oh man! Shout out Jeremy, oh, Jeremiah minute. Price in the chat. Wait, 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 wait a minute! Wait a minute! Okay, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to make promises I can't deliver. <laughs> it never made. Hang on, Arvidas. That I can't keep. Oh, that, that's a terrible rendition of that record. <laughs> uh, I didn't have my tea this. So there's Domas. Let me let me head over to Hoops Hype. Real GM okay. might have it too. Okay. All right. Well, when we come okay. back, okay. When we come back, yep. pocket watching. We got it. Also, Will Z will join us. We'll preview tonight's game by the numbers when we do with Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Let's bring in our man, Will Z. William, what's happening, man? Oh, not too much. How are you guys? We good. What's up with you, Will? Just getting ready for the holidays, you know, busy time of year, but. Uh, so you done with your Christmas yeah. shopping? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like the, halfway done. What's the plan? I mean, are you going to have to hit the malls? Are you going to Amazon it? What's the, what's the plan? At this point, probably Target. Uh, Man, can't go wrong we live Target right next either. to a Target, and they have everything. I love Target, so. Yeah. Just go and do that. Just got to find some time. That's the hard part. I agree. Okay. Will, you want in on this? Oh, yeah. Official entry. So I, I got it. It is lit. Oh. Oh, okay. Got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Let me just make sure. One, because he retired. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Eight NBA seasons for our Vitas Sabonis. Eight NBA seasons. Played them all with Portland. First season, 1995. Retired for the 2001-2002 season. Came back for the 2002-2003 season. Played one year. The most money Arvidas made was in 2000-2001 when he earned $11.2 million. Again, eight seasons. Peaked at $11.2 million. Career earnings for Arvidas Sabonis. We will let William go first as he is uh, the newest entrant into the program. William? Fair. 51. 
William goes 51 million. Uh, we will go see who is currently five games under 500. No, I'm only three games. That's cap. You <laughs> lost like three, three times the last time we beat. I was I was two games at the time. I went one and two that day. No, three games no, 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 no. You are five games nah, under stop, 500. Stop. You guys are out of control. My order of the business next week is to get our uh, secondary <laughs> music <laughs> back. <laughs> I'm going. Yep. $44.5 million. We're going $44.5 million for KC. Uh, now the reigning defending uh, champion, Jesse. William has 51. KC has 44.5. Jesse, you have what? Let's go in between. Let's go 47. Ladies and gentlemen. $47.8 million. This man, as he walks out of the studio, look at that. <laughs> look at, he's out of here. That's the winner right there. For $47.838 million. All I can do is do my Doc Rivers gift. You know, it was a Doc Rivers, Rivers gift indeed. Now, I, I did want to do this real quick. $47.8 million. That's how much DeMontis oh Sabonis will make in 2728. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Tomas going to be at Thanksgiving talking about, don't talk. You're too broke to talk to me, Dad. Yeah, man. Don't, don't, uh, <laughs> big bank take little bank. <laughs> well, wait, right. True. But I think Arvidas is still a lot bigger than Domas, isn't he? Yeah, Arvidas like, seven three. But I was gonna say Arvidas, like Arvidas's height is a shoot. <laughs> Domas's Domas's height is a bit of a work, but but but, but Arvidas is a shoot. Yeah, he tell me, hey little little fella. Yeah, he's Domas, me, little fella. Domas, when he is thirty one years old, the year his dad's career started in the NBA, mm. he will earn forty eight point six million dollars. That's wow. in the twenty twenty seven twenty twenty eight season. Wow. Yeah, it's it's got to be. If it uh, makes Arvidas feel any better, that's eighty six million dollars with inflation. Well, that's not how money works. Yeah, I but mean, it, maybe it might make him feel better though. It might. It might. I was surprised by the eleven. That's a, the that, 11 that, that, that feels like a big number for two thousand two thousand one. Mm. Yeah, he made yeah. eleven point two that year. One of the best centers in the game at the time. He was phenomenal. He was absolutely phenomenal. Um. All right, Will. Uh, where do we start? Did you watch any of the Celtics Warriors last night? I did, yeah. Um, great game. Good comeback by the Warriors. I thought that the Celtics just, I mean, couldn't make their shots. And they, looking at the numbers for today's game, they just, similar to the Kings, a make or miss team. And I think last night they just had one of their missing games, which is going to happen from time to time. It took some comebacks and rotation changes for the Warriors, but it was fun. It was a fun night in the NBA. It really was, man. It was. Do you see um, Do you see Memphis with, with Ja being back there, being able to make a run into the play-in? It, it feels like they're just too far away. I mean, I think they're they're, what, like six games out of the play-in? And that's before the Warriors start playing better? Yeah. Like, I don't, I yeah, don't know. Six and a can, half. Yeah. I don't know if they can they can make that up to get into the play in. The hard part is that everyone is so close 
And it's not like they have Utah, I think, will kind of fall off, especially as the season goes on. But above them, you've got the Warriors, Suns, Rockets, Lakers as 11 to 8. Like, those aren't teams that are going to fall off on purpose at the end of the year. Mm. Like, they're going to be fighting to get into the plane as well. So, they're already ahead of the two teams that are going to be bad, I think. Mm. It's going to be tough, but... I mean, did you guys see yesterday, too, a little fun fact? The only two teams that didn't play the Grizzlies yet in the Western Conference are the Kings and the Warriors. Yeah, I saw you, I saw you tweet that. Oh, it just made me chuckle. It's tough. <laughs> it's a tough break for the Kings because, yeah. obviously, they're better with Cha back. Yeah, especially, you know, with, I, I'm, I'm, you know Cha obviously has a, a, a lot of pent-up energy uh, and I'm sure some frustrations and I kept receipts and 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 all of that, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. but you know, is he just back to being a thirty-six point per game guy? Is that what he's doing on a night to night basis? This is a different Grizzlies team than he left, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he very well yeah. could be a thirty-six point per game guy mm-hmm. without the accompanying W's, yeah. It, yeah. because there's going to be nights where he can do it all himself. And you beat a, a New Orleans or, or you know, there's a variety of teams that you could beat when you have a player as skilled as Ja. But there's going to be nights where, yeah, yeah, get your stuff off, homie. You're playing the Sixers. You're going to score 36. Mm-hmm. Your team's going to lose by 15. Yeah. Uh, it's not this, and that's not a critique or a criticism of Ja Morant. That's a critique mm-hmm. and criticism of the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that I team don't is think just not is, built. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they have the three-point shooting to win consistently. You've got Bain. He's at 38%. Kennard, 37%. But after that, it's a big drop-off. And they, especially last year, they've been such a... They focus so much on transition opportunities and using their speed and athleticism. You see them kind of struggle when they get into the half court. And I think that's where the shooting will kind of hurt them. I just I don't know if their roster, especially without Steven Adams, he opens so much with the screens, which sounds silly, but it's true. He, I just don't know if they have the roster to come back. But again, who knows? Um, it's the NBA; anything can happen. Yeah, uh, not the team that the the Kings got tonight. The the Celtics. I talked earlier uh, about how I want to see the Kings get in transition. There's a number of different reasons for that. Second night of a back to back, but I just also think about. Um, how potent this Celtics defense can be. Mm-hmm. And your best bet, in my opinion, is limit the times you got to deal with them set up defensively in the half court. Try and get mm-hmm. in the open floor and get get buckets that way, get uh, shot opportunities that way. Are they also one of the top transition defense teams in the league? I'm, I'm assuming they are. And are they maybe the best in the half court? So with – Transition as this loads, it's taking its time. Yeah, it's like that sometimes. It happens. I know. I do know. Here it is. Um, so opponent fast break points, uh, they allow twelve point seven per game, which is sixth fewest in the league. So they are really good at limiting those uh, transition opportunities. Kings are better, which is wild. They're at ten. That's tied for second least. Um, I think one of the things that helps the Celtics in that aspect is that they don't turn the ball over very much only 13.5 times per game that's tied for or that is 19th 
So it'll be on the Kings to kind of create those looks. Boston isn't going to give you those looks. Mm. So we see the Kings to me, I think still are the best at their best when they're getting out and running. They take a ton of open threes at the beginning of the shot clock. Mm -hmm. So kind of working that offense early, maybe not getting all the way into the rim, but look for those open threes and the Celtics will give open threes as well. Uh, Kenny, this stats for you to kind of transition out of that um, wide open threes. We always talk about how the Kings get a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. We talked about that a lot, but the Celtics give up 21.3 wide open threes per game. That's fourth most in the league. Mm. So I don't know if it's just kind of luck or maybe they're choosing who they lead open, leave open, but Kings will get their looks tonight, mm. even if it is in the half court, I think. Okay. Who's picking up? Because obviously you wrote this article over on willzstats.com mm -hmm. uh, before we learned that uh, Jason Tatum was going to be out uh, tonight. Uh, this is a team obviously with a, with a, with a really good offense. Uh, spoiler alert, and this is strong NBA uh, analyst work on my part. Jason Tatum is a really good offensive player. Yeah. Uh, who picks up the slack, and and how easy it for is it? How easy is it for this team to adjust with Tatum out? Yeah, I think it'll be kind of a mix of everyone. Um, it's going to be tough. I'll look at. I'm gonna see what the Kenny's going to be mad when Derek Tatum White shoots games? even more tonight. Well, I mean, yeah, there's no Tatum there, so now he's got to pick it up. Oh, now you're yeah. okay with Derek White shooting more? Yeah, he's got to. Well, now. he was hobbled that was last night. A lot night. of threes last night. I know, I know. Will, no, so I'm was. trying to tell him. I know nobody yeah. wants to listen. So this is Tatum's first game. Good this, looks. This year, so. They were good looks. Sorry, he had, a, yeah. Will. He had a really good game. You're good. He had a really good game. Um, I think it'll be a team wide approach to kind of pick up the slack. Boston, what they do really well is they have so many shooters around Tatum and Brown because those two aren't necessarily great shooters from three-point range uh tatum was at 34.5 percent brown's at 33.9 like those are fine especially for the types of looks that they get usually contested step backs those types of shots mm -hmm. but their ensemble just shoots so well from beyond the arc you've got uh hauser at 43.1 percent uh Derek white 41.5 percent kenny 41.5 that's pretty good uh drew holiday 38.3 Peyton Pritchard, 37.8. Al Horford, who's out tonight, yeah. uh, 36.4. They just – Tatum and Brown do such a good job of penetrating and getting the attention drawn to them that they're able to kick out. So a big part of that will be gone with Tatum out and not being able to kind of get him to initiate that aspect of their offense. Mm. I assume that they'll go with Brown to do that a little bit more tonight. Yeah. No, go ahead. Um... We saw like a, I forgot the number, it was like a hundred something three point attempts oh, last something. night. Between, I think it was 108. You think we get that tonight? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, you've got the Celtics lead the league at uh, 43 attempts per game from three, and the Kings are at third at 41.8. That's a lot of looks. I mean, even yeah. if they're at those averages, it's pretty far below what we saw last night. Mm -hmm. So maybe, I don't know if they break a hundred, but I bet heavily on it breaking 80 between the two teams. And that's, that's a lot. And what the Celtics wow. do is they, they have like the epitome of the layups and threes offense. Mm -hmm. So they 74.8% of their field goal attempts are either from the restricted area or from three. 
That's the highest in the league. Mm -hmm. So they don't take floaters. They don't take mid-range shots. I mean, obviously some, but not many. So expect a lot of threes and a lot of layups from the Celtics tonight. Do you um, – what do you think about Domas in this matchup potentially with Porzingis and um, I guess Kata is going to be part of that sometime yeah. as well. Do, do you look at that? I know usually they talk about guys that are taller than him giving them problems, mm-hmm. but this isn't – they're definitely taller, but they're not Valanchunas. Or Valanchunas is a tree right. trunk. You know, Sabonis mm-hmm. might be able to, to move these guys a little bit. What do you, you think about that matchup? I like the lineup for him or the lineup, the matchup for him. It's an all, as we talk, I'll see if I can find some historical data, but it's kind of the similar body type to Chet that we've seen Sabonis kind of attack this year. Obviously, Porzingis is more seasoned and stronger than Chet, but just that type of player compared to Sabonis is so stocky and strong. I'd like to see them try and get going inside. The Celtics are really good at defending the rim. I think opponents are shooting 60% or so in the restricted area, which is a really good number. So it's one of those things where try it early. If it works, great. If not, I don't know if I'd keep coming back to it. But um, yeah, and I'll see what I can find as we uh, from last year and the years before on Sabonis and Porzingis. Yeah, just looking at the just looking at your write up about the sixth best offense, the third best defense, mm-hmm. second best net rating. Obviously, it's not rocket science. That's in the record. This team was, you know, they're twenty one and six now. It's a really good basketball team. Yeah. Um, but I do think the component of Tatum out is fascinating because Keegan Murray now. If you wanted Keegan Murray on Jalen Brown, that makes complete sense. Where you probably had to make some decisions before that, mm-hmm. in terms of you know Tatum or Brown, both guys who are capable of getting their buckets at any point. Uh, from a defensive standpoint, well, I feel like this this opens up some things for for Sacramento with Tatum out. It definitely does, and it's it's what we've seen them struggle with is teams with multiple wings or multiple lengthier players that can go at you on offense. Uh, the Pelicans with Zion and Ingram, the uh, the Clippers with their myriad of isolation players. So I think it definitely allows them to key in and focus more. Um, and then also just to close the loop on the Porzingis and Sabonis. Last year, Sabonis shot 0 of 3 when guarded by Porzingis. The year before that, though, he was 7 of 8. So. Take with that what you will. What do I, what do, I do with that? Those are the numbers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Maybe an average amount, say some, seven of eleven. Yeah, somewhere right in the middle. There we go. Yeah. Well, right. I don't know. Domas been eating lately. Yes. Yeah. Domas. Yes. Domas been eating lately. Um, He's got his touch back the last four games at, at the rim. Like I said it a week but, or two ago. I was gonna say. I was gonna at, say uh, at the rim, but then he had like a step back three the other night. Yeah. I said, yo, that's what we doing? Everybody was hitting threes that night. It was only fair that yeah. Domas gets a gets a, a step, step back, back in there. That gets in on the fun. I don't think he's, he's been that making his threes. I'm he happy he's made. I, 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 it's great that he's getting he's getting the three up or or whatever. I'm happy he's finishing those shots at the basket. Mm. Yeah. There, there's sometimes I mean there's you talk about uh, Jalen last night. He's had he's, so many of his shots just seem to roll off or hit the back of the rim and bounce out to where he can't even, you know, attempt an offensive rebound and get back up there. The fact that, that his, his, as Will was pointing out there a second ago, his touch around the rim has, has gotten, 
you know, perfected. Yo, give me that. Give mm-hmm. me that because I don't I know Domas going to be in the paint. Like, give me that. And if the occasional yeah. three is there, like, cool, cool. But give me that touch around the paint or in the paint. Yeah, 83.3% in the last four games. Wow. That's up from, like, 64% in the first 21. Wow. And that not only helps him by finishing the shots, but if he gets fouled or it's an and one, he's with his free throw struggles this year, it's so important to finish through the contact Mm. rather than relying on getting those fouls from the free throw line. Mm. It just kind of opens everything up. And if he starts hitting around the rim at that clip for a long stretch of time, teams will take notice, double teams, open up even more good looks. Great stuff as always, Will. We appreciate you, my man. WillZStats.com. Hopefully uh, all these numbers go into your machine and come out a dub tonight. Uh, and we'll talk to you on Friday ahead of King's Sons. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Take Thanks, care, Will. Big dog. So, man, Willsy, poor Willsy, got to go to Target. Got to go to Target. Sometimes, so, so sometimes I'll I got be some like, things to order. Too. I'll be like, man, you know, I kind of like I I like going out and every now and then just getting a feel of the holidays and what's going on. And then, like, I'm in line. I'm like, damn, I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, cause mm-hmm. the line is wrapped all the way around to the electronics department, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh. it was like people at the store too to act like they're the only ones at the store. Like you're trying to get around, and this person's just taking up the whole aisle or whatever, just with their card and stuff. It's like, bro, I need to get around. Like you're not the only one here. Or the <laughs> store is trash. Or the family walking three deep. Like, yeah, nah. Like this way, can't go around them. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, no, I'm not. But I'm not you know, some of it has to do with like. um like coming out of the pandemic when we couldn't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I appreciate going to Target. Mm. <laughs> oh, I think that's part of what pre-programmed me was. I got used to not going. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I like I like ordering something from Amazon every fifteen minutes. Yeah, see, I don't. I mean, I like that aspect of it, but I need to go out, man. I need to go out and try something on. Oh, like, oh, we'll, stop we'll, it. We'll, like, Will you like, stop? Oh, You're not going to stores where you could try your clothes on. We all know your, you your, stores, your clothes come from overseas. Stop, Will you stop? Okay. Where was my shirt from yesterday? What shirt you have on yesterday? That flannel shirt. Palms Angels. No. Kenny That's was not, wearing that them. Domestic. That's Kenny was wearing Angels. that French shirt I can't pr- pr- um, pronounce last week. Was it Balenciaga? Givenchy? Givenchy? I told you, I can't. That's the shoot. No, but, 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 but Balenciaga, you got that right. That's yeah. just a different brand. Oh, I got it. Yeah, one that's, of those. That's the other brand in Kenny's closet. Vinci yesterday, Palm Angels. Yesterday was just a nice, modest flannel. Y'all couldn't see the back. There was had, nothing there. They had the Palm Angels on the back. Had all these other people wearing these flannels they dug out of the back stop, of their closet. Here comes KC. You, you'll find good old KC at Old good Navy. Good old KC. At Target. Shopping for Reese. Yes, we know. No, no, no. I'll go get a nice little graphic tee from, from Target. Oh, graphic tees are fire. Yeah. I, I've learned that they that's where I. only get one wear because they shrink. But. That's where I draw the line is I will not. Like, I don't mind. I, I, I like I like nice clothes. Like, I like the dress. Yeah. Someone asked us this. Oh, I think it was our man Justin. Uh-huh. Justin Case. It's like, how much would you pay for a t-shirt? And I never thought about that before. I was like, <laughs> I'm not paying very much. I, think, I don't like t- what's I'm the not most a big t-shirt. A t-shirt? Yeah. It's probably, what probably I close tell to 100. You, no, I don't think a t-shirt? I don't yeah, think I have. You got, I mean, some of the brands you have, it's not like it's a $17.99 t-shirt. I paid for one of them. The Honor to give. 
Well, okay, so so that's the thing. What I tell you the other day at the concert, I ordered like Still five Honor the Gift t-shirts. That was crazy. I barely liked because they were like $10. <laughs> that was crazy. They was, was on crazy. sale for like 80%. That. I was like, add forgot the cart. Add the cart. They should be coming soon. I got to have to explain no, those too. My, yo, tell it. Yo, Jazz, if <laughs> I, you're listening, I, I can attest to this. They were $10. I sent her the, the little link. I was like, yo, check this out because they had women's stuff too. I was like, check this out if you, you want some. Cause I'm about, cause I'm about to order mine right now. Jazz, I can attest to this. Those shirts were legit, like ten dollars. Yeah, it was crazy. You should see this jacket I got. Jacket was like thirty bucks. Crazy. Oh, don't don't get it twisted. I like nice clothes, but I'll bargain hunt. Oh, for sure. You have Instagram gonna serve me an ad that say honor the gift is seventy five percent off. Man, oh, I'm on time, it. A lot of times I don't I don't be paying full price, man. Like I, I shop for deal. Like if a deal comes across my way, that's the problem. Deal comes across my way. Right. I have a hard time passing it up because it's a deal. I think the most I, I I have a I have a Balenciaga shirt that I have that's a friend that helped. That's big time, right? There. That that was that's probably the most expensive. I have another designer shirt that I don't even like. Thank God it was a gift. I, I don't Balenciaga, even like it. That's crazy, bro. Oh, stop it! You were okay. I'm it's not crazy. Doing bro. I'm just saying, bro. Come you walked now. in here with a uh Javanchi uh, crew neck the other day with gratitudes on. Wow. Anybody else get gratitude? The shoe I got, everybody can get. You could walk into the what? mall and buy the shoe oh, I got. Them threes. Your mind. Oh. Shout you out did. to shout out to everyone getting the three for fifteen white tees like your boy. You didn't. I ain't mad at that. And they need to do better with the V necks. I don't like V necks. They need to do better with that. And they need. To do better I just need to get. Better. I just need to get Jesse more D'Lo and Casey gear because that's what. That's, that's what, the only thing I wear to be honest. I got like Jesse a bunch rocks. of D'Lo and Casey hoodies. I, 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 I need to get. I need, Jesse. To, I need to get one more for the for the winter. One more. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I, I'm actually meant to. I started an order the other day and just lost track of what I was doing and couldn't remember who was what and deleted the whole thing. That might have been when the Eagles lost the game. That I did that. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, I just wanted to mention the Eagles losing again. Yeah, that had nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> you want me to leave? <laughs> Let's get Eric in here. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, E? What's cracking, Dang? Ain't no man. How are you? You ready for tonight? Oh man, I'm uh, on my. I left work early. Uh, I hate that it's raining, but I'm uh, about to go get it in at Tom's right before the game, right before I go I in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Should clear yeah, up. But right, uh, so. uh, uh, unfortunately, I went down to San Francisco last night, mm. <laughs> and um, uh, you know, I, I you know, I call you guys' show not as often as I want to work duties and whatnot. So, I'm, uh, but I'm saying in saying that I respect y'all's uh, basketball opinion Thank and. You. I don't know how much you guys watch the Celtics. I watch every single game. And I, 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 I want – and I, uh, on the way in, I was talking to Jess. I know he's a Celtics fan too. Like, I, I, I give me some hope because what I see is the same, the same thing. I, I see not being able to close. I don't think Tatum, as I've always, always stated on this show, I don't think Tatum is him when it matters. Mm. He can go get you 30 but shot selection, mindset, the whole nine, I just don't think he has it. And it started in the bubble when, when Bam went up and got him at the rim uh, on the game-winning dunk. He got blocked. And it just seems like since then it's step-back threes, um, dribble the clock out, and if I make this, you know, this heave, then, you know, we win. If not, we'll go into overtime. I mean, I just don't, I don't see it. I, I, I don't see that, that, that killer instinct. You know, you got Steph on you. He got five fouls. I mean, the Warriors were playing small. I mean, and here's the thing with the Celtics. They lead the league in two-point percentage 
uh, shots, mm-hmm. but they're thirtieth and two point attempts. So you tell me if his mindset, and I don't even blame Missoula just because you know he's new on the job, he's kind of wet behind the ears. Like these guys have been together for years. If they haven't taken the step now, when will they? Man, you know what that you know you know what you know what Eric goes to show you. All fan bases are exactly the same. <laughs> That's facts. Me and Eric. Love Eric, he's a Celtics fan. We are completely different as far as when it comes to the Celtics. Seems 21-6 in, in, in E sounds like it's over for us. That man he had to – now, 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 to be fair to E, he had to experience that game last night in person. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's, it's probably tough. a bit tough I was to watching shake. that game like, oh, yeah, here we go again with the Warriors. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got to talk about that because the, the yeah. Tatum thing, I want to hear I want to hear what yeah, Jesse got me too. to say. I'm, me a, too. I'm a little removed, you know, as opposed to Eric and Jesse, so I want to hear what they got to say about it. We'll that. come back. Uh, and I think James Ham. well, I know James Ham will join us here. Uh, it's a game day. Uh, yeah. Steve and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. All right, man. We got a game tonight. You want to weigh in on uh, what your man E said about he? So E's called this show for years. He's a Celtics fan. Yeah, shout out E. He's not a Tatum fan though. He does not seem to like Jason Tatum. I don't know if he doesn't like Tatum. I just don't he think just, he believes. I, I, he, Eric doesn't think Tatum can lead him. I think. Yeah, he, he doesn't be that guy. And like Eric says, like Tatum, he basically like falters in crunch time and stuff like that. Like there's gonna be times like Tatum's gonna have the last the ball in his hands when it's crunch time and stuff like that. He's gonna have bad days. He's also going to save you um, in Game Six against Philadelphia, when nobody else was doing anything. That series was mm. over, cooked, all of that. Mm. All right, over. Nobody was doing anything. Who saved him? Jason Tatum. Take it a year before. All right, Game Six against Milwaukee. What did he do? He went for like forty plus or whatever. Game Seven against Philly after the Game Six where he saved them. What did he do? He went for like fifty. He's got moments. He also has some where he's faltered and not done well, but he he's that dude. He's proved it multiple times. The Warriors final series, that was bad. But like I said, he's got other moments too, the show. Like, yes, he can do it too. Tatum, Tatum is Don't him. get all hot at me. I'm a Tatum guy. <laughs> Tatum is him. There's maybe maybe ten other people in the world who could do what Jason Tatum does. Yeah. And I do see like Eric's, you. Eric Tatum does take like just stupid pull up threes sometimes. Where it's just like, what are you doing? Get to the brim and stuff like that. But it's just kind of you gotta take you take what you get from him. Because yeah. the other times he's gonna Pull it out for you. My my issue, and we've we've talked about it a little before we have fun with it, but seriously, my issue is sometimes I don't think he's assertive enough. Mm-hmm. Like I think he needs and, and this this could be a flaw of his. Like sometimes I'll be like, hey, draw something up for him. Sometimes he's got a demand, like, me to rock, let me let me do this. He did it in the in those game sixes and and things of that nature. I think my frustration will be there are times when I want him to to put his imprint on this game more in, in big moments, and he's a little passive sometimes. Do you see that from him at all? I'll counter that, but, like, like Boozy threw it out there. Like, you got guys who are just on the three-point line, like, ready to go. Like, I'm fine with him passing up shots or whatever. Like, I like I think I don't fully agree with, like, I, he needs to be more aggressive. I think he's aggressive enough and stuff like that. The Warriors game yesterday was one thing, dealing with an ankle, whatever. But, I mean, you got players where, yeah, you can share the ball still. Well, and he, he can still share the ball, but – I also, and then this goes back to uh, coaching, and I don't know if it's exclusively to Missoula because I feel like Stevens did the same thing. Um, they always they get the ball to Tatum a lot of times at the top of the key, and 
they put them in an isolation situation. No, that's a issue. That's kind of like what Trista was talking about yesterday. With like they kind of get into crunch time or clutch time, whatever you want to call it, and it's just they go away from everything they were doing. They go iso ball. They've been doing it since the bubble, and it makes no but, sense to me. But aside, but even in depth in that, is they put them at the top of the key, and that's where all the help can come. You got to help them. Where's he going to go? But essentially, they wall up to a certain degree. You got the guy guarding them, which is the best perimeter defender on each team. And then they got these other guys right outside the key. And so, yeah, he's going to kick it out to Derek White because he's wide open because they're, they're doing that. I'd like to see him more, you know, in, a, in a, maybe on a extended block area. Sometimes. Put him in different places. That one so I'll throw on Joe Missoula because he yeah. needs to save Tatum from himself. Because I agree, like, yes, I don't like when he's just dribbling up on top or whatever. And it's just you only have so many options. Like that, Joe Missoula probably has to save him from himself then. Because Tatum is, like, he's a pull-up guy. Tatum, my guy. Get his jersey, man. Don't worry, Eric. We'll be fine. By the summer, I'll have it because that's when that's when you wear the basketball jerseys in the summer. It's my guy. It's my you know, guy. I know, I know that's your guy. You know, I mean, that's my boy. You're not getting a jersey. Stop. Stop. But all this talk about Tatum, Tatum's not playing tonight. He's not. My so, other guy is though. My boy is five. No. Oh. My boy is five. Okay. That's my boy. He 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 getting the first year. Him or Malik? I haven't decided. Yet. I don't know, man. I think no, that's gonna be Fox, and then Malik. He's gonna be Fox. Okay. But if I got a jersey, which I won't, it would be Malik's. It's my boy. I get a Malik jersey. Yeah. That's my boy. That boy is nasty. Yeah. He is nasty, and he is playing tonight. Uh, oh, he's uh, in. He's in. Yeah, it looks. It, it, at least it it, it it looked like it. Um, De'Aaron's definitely playing tonight. It's his birthday, and uh, Tatum is not. Um, I think this does switch things up uh, from a defensive perspective. I think we could have Keegan and 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 Jalen, you know, nightly, mm-hmm. or, or for the whole night, I should say. Uh, you also have the Derek White component. Um, Derek White, uh, despite Kenny's criticisms, shot pretty well last night. Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I'm joking aside. He he was cooking last night. Yeah, he was cooking. I think the guy you watched tonight too is Porzingis. I think with Tatum out, he's gonna get he'll get his tonight. He'll get his shots. He'll be one of the he'll be him and Brown will be the focal points tonight. They're gonna they're gonna get him involved a lot. Look out for uh look out for Drew. I think Drew might say, Oh, you need need a score here, I'll step up a little bit. The Drew on Fox tonight. Drew on Fox. I think you might see Jalen on, on Fox from time to time. Mm. Um you might even see uh Derek White get a get a shot. I think they're gonna try to keep fresh legs on Fox. I see. I see. Well, all right. Certainly a different dynamic with Jason Tatum out, man, but it'll be a fun game for sure as the Kings uh, continue this six-game homestand but kick off the most difficult part of the six-game homestand with these next three games. It begins with the now 21 and – excuse me, the 20 and 6. Right? Is that right? 20 and 6 Boston 20, Celtics? 20. It ain't 21 yet. 20, 20. and 6. That's that ain't right. happening until like the weekend. That's fine. That's fine. It's the 20 and 6 Boston Celtics. And of course, they've got the Suns uh, on, on Friday and the Timberwolves on Saturday for the dreaded back to back. This, a second night of a back to back for the Boston Celtics as uh, the NBA world was locked in to John Morant's return uh, in New Orleans last night. Uh, in the night capped off with an overtime game between the Warriors and the Celtics, a game where the Warriors uh, came from behind uh, to get the victory. And we've seen, I think, only once, not counting the Clippers, because both teams uh, were on the second night of a back-to-back. 
think the only other time the Kings have played a team on the second night of a back-to-back, mm-hmm. it was Denver. Mm. I, I, I'm pretty confident that's true. I was trying to think of that earlier. Again, too, not counting the Clippers game because both teams were on the second night of a back-to-back. But uh, Denver was on the second night and without Jamal Murray. Mm. You've got Boston mm. on the second night tonight. I smell what you're cooking. Without Jason Tatum. Yeah. I ain't apologizing for nobody. This Absolutely stuff, not. This stuff happens during the season. But they did a great job of taking advantage of that second night. They did a great job of taking advantage of the fact Jamal Murray was out. I hope they can, can do I hope they could do the you know, obviously it's a different team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope they could do the same thing tonight, though. Yeah, I mean you you've got an opportunity to um Catch a team when, you know, they're not 100% or mm-hmm. they're down a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, another thing that good teams really do. You know, they if you're not 100% and you're not um, at full strength going up against those guys, they, you know, they, they, they make you pay for that. Yeah. And um, I think that's that's what we're looking for tonight. Like I said, like you, I would have loved to seen Tatum just because I love his game. I love watching um, him play basketball, but he's not going to be there. And the Kings got to – Got to take advantage of this opportunity. First time Boston Boston hasn't been favored all season. Wow. Really? Crazy. Yeah. Kings wow. by two and a half in Vegas right now. Well, Kings wow. minus two and a half, I guess. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, I'd like to see, you know, we mentioned earlier in the week after the Kings played the Wizards, the that was a, for lack of a better word, a starter. That was a heavy starter game. Um the 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 Fox and Herter and Domas and Keegan Harrison those guys all played uh, really well. I'd like to see you know Kevin Herter was a little bit better uh, against the Wizards. I think hope he can find his groove here. We've seen the ups and downs with him already this season. Uh, the what what felt like the trenches in the preseason uh, with all of the who's starting who's not all of that different type of stuff to, all right, he's found his legs, he's found his shot, he's found his group, probably most importantly, he's found his confidence. Mm. And now he's kind of in a little bit of a lull. Not like a drastic lull. Again, he had 11 uh, the other night, but we have seen him, you know, one for three in a game. We have seen him, you know, have two points, three points, stuff like that over the course of the last week or so. I'd like to see him find a, a, a groove a little bit tonight. And if you're able to get that, I'm confident in Fox every night. I'm confident in Domas every night. We're almost to the point where I'm confident in Keegan every night. Mm. Like, I really thought Keegan was due for, like, somewhat of a letdown game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you said the night after, excuse me, the game after Keegan scored 47, here's, here's, here are the numbers for the non-Domas Fox players. Mm-hmm. 11, 18, 25. Which one's Keegan Murray? I probably would have said... He's probably 11, but maybe 18. Mm. He followed that up with 25. Like he's, 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 bro's finding his, he's finding his groove as not, not an NBA player, but as like a, a main piece of a team NBA player. Hey man, it is December 20th. Um, <laughs> in the month of December, Keegan Murray. points per game, 4.9 rebounds. He's shooting 53% from the field, 51% from Mm. beyond the yard. Some of this is skewed, obviously. You said 51? 51. 
Some of this is obviously skewed by what happened on no, Saturday. That's fine. But even if you take even if Saturday was a twenty seven point night, not forty seven point night, he's probably still averaging like nineteen, mm-hmm. you know, and shooting forty seven percent from three. Like I, I'm not I'm not expecting this to be who he is for his career, but damn. He's if he's eighteen points a night and super efficient, shooting like fifty percent from the field, mid forties from three. We keep talking about it. They may have the three. They had a big three like they started a league. Thanks, Drake. J. Cole. Are we getting Drake Bars tonight for this game? Is this oh, Drake Bars game? Oh, we're undefeated. Yeah, can I tase you tomorrow? In Drake Bar games. We're doing the Goldberg taste tomorrow? It ain't happening. Because Drake Bars will happen tomorrow. Oh, certified Drake certified Bar game. Certified Drake Bars game. Undefeated on the season. As everyone knows, the Kings have never lost on a certified Drake Never Bars lost. Game. 14 and 0 on Drake Bars games. 14 and 0. And it ain't. Sorry, Jesse. It's not happening tonight. It ain't happening tonight, baby. It's gonna be a fun game. I can't wait. I feel bad for someone who's not in on that bit. <laughs> oh, wow. They're 14 and 0 and Kenny's is gonna do Drake Bars. That's <laughs> somebody, crazy. Somebody go to their bookie and put everything they got on. They don't lose with Drake Bars. <laughs> I heard KC say, man, <laughs> keep that streak going. Yeah. And, and, going. and we say all this about Keegan not even taking into account his defense. I think yeah. on that night, Yeah, every write-up we read, we read like eight of them. Yeah. It was all about Keegan Murray and what he's done on the offensive end. I think on that, that 47-point night, I saw a stat where – when he was guarding somebody, it was, they were like two of nine, mm. you know, from the field or something like that. Like he was, it's a problem, man. He's a problem he's, on both ends it's of the, the floor. It's, it's the it's the birth of the two white player in Sacramento. Wow, never thought. Wow, never thought it happened. <laughs> it's happening. The birth never would have made it. Is his defense like the most surprising part of his game since he's come into the league? Just the fact that like, it's. This good, like, did anyone expect him to be like locked down? No, I didn't. No, I didn't, no. didn't see that. I no. didn't see that at all. James, there he is. James appears to have made it out of Target with a bunch of <laughs> hoodies. Oh, they're insiders. Okay, hey. I didn't know. Would you guys like red or blue? Well, Kenny, why don't you tell us <laughs> who you claiming today, KC? Should Caraway. Wow, I know, Black. right? <laughs> I'll take uh, I'll Club take, 662 I'll take, over here. I'll take a blue. Wow! I got a lot of I got a lot, a lot of red in my closet. Wow! Mm. <laughs> wow! We're gonna medium, that. medium for your boy. Appreciate you, man. Right. Thank you, Santa. Thank you, Santa Ham. Yeah, well, I was I was gonna do blue too, and I'm a I'm a I'm a large guy, so that's, that's fine. It's James. Whoa. Well, all right. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No. Yeah. No. You can't be doing that, bro. No. You can't. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> that's uh that's illegal contact james brought my flags closer so i could throw one on myself oh, all right you can always throw the challenge too we got the challenge flag <laughs> who reviews the challenge me roger roger uh jesse in there jesse yeah no i'm jesse goodell roger tapio whatever you want to call me <laughs> no Oh, yeah, I mean, you got to keep keeping, your timeouts. I'm keeping my challenge. I'm, <laughs> <You gotta> keep, <laughs> I'm keeping my timeouts. I'm, I'm tucking the challenge flag back in my sock. It was a little, 
It was a little egregious. You know, throw, 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 throw like Bill Belichick my, did to that ref that one week. It's my bad. It's just, it's my bad. I've got it tucked back into my back into my sock here uh, as we bring in uh, our insider of the insiders, uh, as he wasn't even ready for me, uh, but I still put him on the screen. It's James Ham here as you're listening to D-Lo and Casey on KIFM. West Sacramento 98.5 FM KRX QHD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, Hammer, we'll start with this. Uh, no Tatum tonight. Darren Fox's birthday. Night of a back-to-back for the Celtics. What is your early, what's your gut feeling on 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 this game before it gets underway tonight? Yeah, this team looked dog-tired last night. Mm-hmm. Run them off the, off the board. Mm-hmm. Just like put your foot down, run, run, run. Uh, I don't think Al Horford's playing because he doesn't play in the second night of back-to-back, mm-hmm. which means they don't have a heavyweight fighter to go against uh, to go against Sabonis, unless we count to be as Kata. So, like, I would love to see a one-on-one matchup all night long against Domas and Porzingis. One thing that reminds me of, too, is last year, um, Celtics had Horford and Tatum. They were throwing them on Domas, like, all game um, last year. They won't have those guys this year, so we'll see what happens. I would even assume that Tatum would have defended Fox for a certain amount of time because yeah. they like to throw all kinds of mixes, but... They still have great defenders like Drew Holiday, uh, Derek White's a good defender. Mm-hmm. You know they can throw Brown on him. Like, is, yeah, yeah, they've got all kinds of like uh, matchup issues that you can throw at him. Mm-hmm. But just don't get caught in, in the battle if you're Fox. Like there's a battle and then there's a war. Win the war. Don't worry about the battle. Make your teammates better. Try. You don't have to go for fifty because Jason Tatum's watching and he went three spots ahead of you in the draft. Just go out there and play your game. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hear what you're saying on now. I think his game is to get 30, 35. That's his game this year. Like, that's what he does. You know what I mean? And it's within the flow of the offense. It's part of the offense because right now he is one of the more unguardable players in the game today. What I would want to see him do, though, is I want to see him attacking. Like, don't settle for threes. Don't settle for jump shots. Uh, look to attack and, and get to the line even. And, and even when I say attack, that's in the half court, but get that ball off a miss, even off some makes. Attack the basket. Like you talked about, James, these guys played a, a tough game last night, tired legs, run. That's part of running them. Even if you got to take it out of after a made basket, run up the floor. The thing that I don't want to see from the Kings today is I don't want to see a lot of flat fouls, which slows the game down and gives the Celtics the rest they may need tonight. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. They look like they lost their legs like mid-third quarter. And this is their, their third game in four nights. They're on a back-to-back, but third game in four nights. One of those games was in Boston. They flew all the way to the West Coast. They lose a, a tough game to Golden State yeah. in overtime. Like, you could see them run out of gas mid, mid-third, mid uh, late third, early fourth, and the shot stopped falling. That's that's who they are right now. So go out there and take advantage of the situation. Just like you know, Minnesota's not going to let you off the hook on Saturday. Right. Like you know that that back to back is coming for you. You got to get. You need two of these three wins right here. This is a yeah, a KC tough said, yeah. yeah a tough three game set. You need two of them, and you're better than at least two of these teams, in my opinion. Regardless of record, you're a matchup problem for them. You're better than them. Go out there and beat them. You think they, they took they the Celtics. I think it was fifty eight threes last night. It's wild. 
It's probably part of a sign of being tired, right? It's easier to, to, to I think that was the flow of the game because the the Warriors shot 50. Mm-hmm. But you think we see 50 a shot attempts from them tonight? No. Like I asked I asked uh I asked Will Z earlier. You think we see 100 threes between the two teams tonight like we saw last night? I don't think so. No, I, I think the Kings are getting a game plan to take away the three. That's the Celtics offense. Mm-hmm. They And they, they really don't have a, a true post-up player outside of Tatum. I mean, I don't like Porzingis as a as a true post-up player. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, they're going to have a tough time. Like, this is a – the Kings have got – they've got crushed by the Celtics too many times in recent years. You know they, they look at this. They've circled it. They, you know, they did not practice yesterday. They watched film. I, I'm not sure that I 100% believe that. Uh, but this is a game where – like the target is lined up for you. Like just just stay focused, do what you do, don't worry about them, and you should have you should have the ability to beat this team without Tatum. The other thing about this whole situation, uh, not only this game, you take it one game at a time, but not only this game, but this stretch of three games, I think this team is ready for this moment. I think they are looking forward to this moment to prove that they're one of the elite teams in the league. And they've got an opportunity in front of them right here to win two of three, maybe win all three, and, and make an early season statement that all the – I mean, not that they really care, but just maybe even prove to themselves and, and just let put the league on notice that all the people thought it was a fluke or couldn't do it because of injuries and all this other stuff. No, we're for real. We're here. You're going to deal with us this year. They got an opportunity uh, to make that statement in the next three or four days. Yeah, and I would point out that the Kings are so far ahead of where they were last year. Like I, last year, they they got to seven games over five hundred on like January seventeenth. So they really are trending the right direction. And when we got to last season, I know there were so many teams that we thought would tank for Victor Wembanyama. Not a lot of teams did. Like if you look at this year's records of some of these teams, the bottom seven teams in the league are absolute garbage. They aren't trying, or at least they're not able to win. So when you're looking at, you know, I'll take Memphis and kind of cross them off that list, but Utah, Portland, San Antonio, Detroit, Washington, Charlotte, even I'm going to guess that Chicago, we can throw in that mix when they start to tear that thing apart. That means the Kings haven't even played these guys. Like, look at how many games that they can win in the second half of the season when the basketball gets real. This lines you up. If you start picking off these games right now, you ten and three at home, you can get to you know it, it, somehow you win all three, and you're thirteen and three coming out of this, and you're what would that put you? Ten games over five hundred right now. It you would hope that even playing five hundred ball the rest of the season, you're already a playoff team without any question. But you could be a whole lot more than that. Yeah, I mean, even you know, you talked about three and zero. You mentioned two and one earlier, like twelve and four at home. Like that's a that's a good number. That's that's up there with the big boys. I don't I don't think Houston's going to maintain the eleven and one record that they have. I don't I don't think they're going to maintain that clip uh, in Houston. But when you look at Denver, Milwaukee, Boston, those are teams that have really really good home records. That's certainly what you want to see from 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 Sacramento. As they you hope they take another step forward this year. I'm going to ask you the question because uh, it's obviously been a big few weeks for for Keegan Murray. I'm going to ask you a big few games for Keegan Murray. Uh, the question that Jesse asked us a second ago: 
Is what he's doing on the defensive end more surprising to you than what he's doing on the offensive end? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, because, you know, like I watch a lot of footage of him. I watched him play a lot in college and just randomly, uh, like during the season. And even like their big tournament, uh, I watched him play where he, he was like a 47, 40, I mean, 37, 38% three point shooter. And then he had a blow up couple of games, like towards the end of the season, which pushed, pushed him well over 40%. Um, I, I looked at him and everyone talked about his defensive prowess at that level. And it just did not look like it would translate. Like we talked about it before, like his, just like a, the shot blocking was never going to translate. No one is going to allow him to be a weak side shot blocker like he was at the college level. So we haven't seen the like 1.6 or 1.8 blocks per game like he was in college. But even like the motion, like his movement, he said, okay, he can be a league average, maybe a little bit better than that. Mm-hmm. I would not have put him at a plus defender at all. Mm-hmm. Then he goes into the offseason and he works out like a crazy man. And the Kings really focused on leaning him down um, letting him build up his upper body, but getting him stronger, but really working on flexibility, mobility. He comes in and he said, like, right away, like, I'm a better athlete right now than I was before. Mm. And I don't think I've ever, like, I've seen players improve and get more physical and all that stuff. But to have someone say, I'm just flat out a better athlete, that's weird. That doesn't usually happen when a player goes from his first season to his second season. They get better at shooting. They get better at the nuances of the game. They get stronger. They can add some weight, all that stuff. But have someone just flat out become a better athlete, and that's what we're seeing. It's not like he's a whole lot different than he was in college, except for he's just quicker. He he won't get burned time and time again by Steph Curry going to the basket like what we saw in the playoffs. He, he's just a better athlete. He can move quicker. He can get to the spot better. And I think that's the most surprising thing for me from this whole season. Although, like, again, he just dropped 47. That was pretty mm-hmm. surprising as well. <laughs> yeah. He, um, we talked about it a little bit before you came on, but, I mean, in, in the month of December, skewed a little bit by 47, but he's averaging 20.4 points per game, 4.9 rebounds, shooting 53% from the field and 51% from beyond the arc. And that's before we talk about what he's able to do on the defensive end. And like I said, it skewed a little bit by 47, by 12 or 15 from beyond the arc. But, I mean, this is a guy that's a mid-40s, going to be a mid-40s career three-point shooter, in my opinion, especially with the role that he plays in Sacramento, where it's going to be a lot of wide-open catch-and-shoot threes. I mean, I have no problem saying it. He's better than I thought he would be. And I thought he was a good prospect coming out of college. He's better as an offensive player, and he's way better as a perimeter defensive player than I thought he would be. Yeah. Already. I mean, this is what the Kings kept kind of quietly saying. Like, this is going to be an all-star level player. And we haven't got there yet. I mean, it's been a week of him being like, oh my gosh. Like, it's not like he's been this a whole season. He certainly took some time to adapt to, I think, both physically being, like, bigger and heavier than he was before. But then on top of that, like, the just what it takes to defend like that on one end and go to the other end and still have your legs, his body's figuring it out. And that's something that, you know, we saw it last year with Monk and with Herter. Like, sure, they had played good minutes before on other teams, but they had never played the type of minutes that the Kings were asking them to do where they were playing as hard as they were, where they were running around in that offense as much as they were. And they just ran out of juice for certain portions of the season. 
they eventually figured it out and, and you know, finished strong. Uh, even, I mean, take Herter's playoffs out of the off the table. I mean, his mm-hmm. last two months, last six weeks of the season were really good. Um, but now we're seeing it with Keegan, who's a younger player who has this ability to, you know, show you something that you didn't think he had. So, yeah, I'm impressed. I Like, again, I think he changes... He's changed my mind 100%. Not just some... Like, I didn't think he was a bad prospect. I didn't think he was a, a bad choice by the Kings. Mm-hmm. I just kept saying, like, you probably should have got something out of Detroit so they aren't sitting there snickering and acting like they got over on you on draft night and they got Jaden Ivey, the guy they wanted, and everyone in the league knew they wanted. Mm-hmm. Right? They didn't want to go get Keegan Murray. They wanted Jaden Ivey. Yeah, who's laughing now? Uh, the Kings are. <laughs> yeah, the Kings are. But I would still I would still argue the Kings would have really been laughing if they had Keegan Murray and Sadiq Bay side by side. And we didn't have to worry about that because, you know, they would have Well, wasn't the problem with that was everyone knew that the Kings weren't taking Jaden Ivey, that they were taking Keegan Murray? Well, yeah, that's part of it. But, like, this is this is a game you got to play. And, like, again, they let gotta that. Got to bluff better. Yes, yeah, for some reason I got out there because yeah. if you go back to the year before, no one, no one knew mm-hmm. they were drafting Davion Mitchell. Mm-hmm. No one. Mm-hmm. Including Davion Mitchell, no, if I remember correctly. He never yeah. even met with them yeah. at all. Yeah, just wild. He told that story to Mark and uh, Chris Haynes. Mm-hmm. That guy, or I, I said that weird. Mark, uh, Mark Stein yeah. and Chris Haynes. Um, he was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I didn't even talk to Sacramento. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah. Um, not Not picking on these guys. At some point, do you have to know what you're getting from Harrison and Kevin Herter on a night-to-night basis? Because right now it feels like you don't. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes you get what you got from Harrison the other night against Washington. Sometimes you get what you get from Harrison a couple of nights ago. Does Mike have to know what he's getting from these guys? Well, I think if we start pinning in Demonis Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, and now Keegan Murray and Malik And Malik, Monk, yeah. If you got four players that you can write and pen what mm-hmm. they're going to do numbers wise, mm-hmm. then it's okay for this other group of four to kind of take turns. Okay, like I, I think that, it, and if that's the case, just to be completely honest, that makes them very, very movable. Not just like on the market, but in the king's eyes. Like if you don't, you can't really write down and know what they're going to get on a nightly basis, what they're going to give you. Okay, you you can take a step back in talent, overall talent at that position to go get a better three and D version of those players without like a lot of trying. Feeling, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I mean again, if if they can't Kevin Herter's not averaging fifteen and pushing the envelope on who's your third or fourth best player, then you know, can you get player that just fits at really, really well defensively and, and is just more of a straight three and D guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The answer is yes, you can. Uh, and that, that's things that we talked about yesterday. I talked about it's like you looked at the just the way the game goes. Like if Keegan is this twenty-one point scorer or something like that, well, you're getting Keegan giving you twenty-one. You get Domas giving you eighteen to twenty-five. You got Fox who, um, twenty-eight to thirty-two. Monk will come in with fifteen um, to twenty. You got all that guaranteed. Now, out of Barnes, Herder. And I'd say Trey Lyles. I just need one of you guys to have a good game. Mm-hmm. Like I just need one of you guys. I don't care which one it is. One of you guys give me double digits. Give me like eleven, and we're probably gonna win sixty percent of our games. And you then even I mean? 
you can take it a step further. If you have two, throw Sasha Vizenkov in there. If you have two of that group, now you're cooking. Give you nine to eleven, then you're really difficult to beat. Right. You're really right. difficult to beat, especially like, and, and you can like on occasion it could be a guy like Keon Ellis who surprises you and does and has a seventeen point game like he has. He's also had like a ten point game, twelve point game. Like those games, they don't look that huge on the the stat sheet. But when you try to slow down all of these these really high level scorers, you got three guys, four guys that can go for thirty on any given night, mm-hmm. and this team might have six that can go for thirty on any given night. Mm-hmm. But then you have these other guys who who hit you for seven or eight, but there's three of them that do it. That's just it's nearly impossible to to defend. It's one like of that. those things, like because you know people talk about all you know all KC thinks about his offense. It's not the offense necessarily. It's you guys got to understand how hard that is to to go up against. Mm-hmm. Like if if every Kevin Durant did a podcast about it, he's like, "What do we do? Everybody can score." Like mentally, the pressure that puts on you not only on the defensive end, but to try to keep up with a team like that—that's a lot. You know what I mean? And it doesn't mean that defense doesn't matter. It just means like if you can get infinite firepower, that's that's going to be hard to beat. Well, I, I'd add too that I mean like to single out Kevin Durant, it's really tough when you're a team like the Suns and you got these two or three guys that are going to shoot all the shots. And so if they're hot, then they're going to win. But if they're not, like they've kind of taken the option of the other guys helping. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, the beauty of the Kings. Like Fox is going for 30 almost every night. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that this snarky comment he had to Sean uh, uh, two days ago about like, well, I'm consistently. I'm great every night. I'm great, and consistently yeah, great, great every yeah. night, right? So, but he is. So, yeah. like, I'm not going to fault him for saying it. He's had what three games a season where he hasn't been. That's pretty good in in 25 games or what he's played 20, right? Like he's been consistently great. Well, he's not the only guy. The Kings don't live and die just by what De'Aaron Fox does. Where some of these other teams who have star players, Dallas Mavericks. They live and die with by Luca and Kyrie. The Kings are are living and dying by like a whole bunch of guys, and it's okay to distribute it that way. Even you know Golden State, like if Steph doesn't have that game that he had last night, they get absolutely run over. Mm-hmm. But the dude just keeps hitting threes. There's nothing you can do about it. And then you got Keon Ellis, who just kind of balances a lot of this stuff we see on the on the defensive end. Now we talk about Keegan, talk about De'Aaron, talk about what those guys are doing defensively. Ken, you talk about having an opportunity or earning an opportunity, getting an opportunity, and taking advantage of it. Keon can have a night where he's 0 for 2, and it doesn't matter because, like, you know, like, Keon is impactful when he's out on the floor. He's one of the really cool King stories of the last couple of years. I totally agree, especially for a two-way player to have this type of impact and to steal somebody's rotational spot and just like, look, this is who I am, this is what I do. Um, Brian Cruz in the chat, he brought up, uh, Matisse Seibel. Like that's the type of player I'm saying, like, look, if, if you don't have consistency from, from Herter or Barnes, like you can go swap these guys out and find players like Matisse Seibel. And you might've stumbled into one with Keon Ellis. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know that he is the pure lockdown individual defender that Matisse Seibel is, but his ability to get through screens, to fight through, 
like what Mike Brown started, you know, he said, again, he's not Bruce Bowen, but the way that he can go over a screen and fight through it and have no problem, or he can go under a screen, but then zip right up and eat that space and, and not allow a shooter to get a shot off, even going under the screen. He's like, that's what Bruce Bowen did. That's what made Bruce Bowen so great. Keon Ellis is showing that he can do that. Plus, he brings a joy and an energy to the court that, you know, it doesn't matter what sport you play in. If you got one of those dudes on your bench, if Kenny's uh, basketball team has a kid who might not be as good as everybody else, but, man, he's fun and he's a joy and he leads the team huddle and he's grabbing other team teammates by the hand and, like, you know, they're all excited and, like, he's that guy, that's Keon. That that's what he's bringing. He's bringing just a, a good energy that I think Malik brings, but also we all know you can't bring it every day. And now you got two of them that can bring that type of energy off the bench. Some days you don't got it. Malik won't have it. Now you got a second guy who can just like, Oh, I got you. I see we're, we're struggling right there and, and come in with a different energy. I can't imagine Malik Monk not coming in with energy. That's, that's hard to believe. That's hard to believe. And if Kenny had a kid like Keon, he wouldn't play him. He ain't here for energy. You better get some buckets. Oh no, I need Kenny's energy. team. Oh. I need energy, man. You need those kids, man. I need, I need, I need it. Well, it helps if you can get buckets. But <laughs> see, this is the this is the funny thing about uh, about radio Casey and, and Coach Casey. You don't defend. I don't have a whole lot of spot free. I got people that can score. Mm. I can I can draw up a play to get anybody. Yeah, but what if the open. kid says, "Hey, Dad, you didn't defend." I, <laughs> not speak. Not you know, not, not. I used to be the glove dog. My class. Yeah, I was the glove. I was locked down. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was locked down. But then, you know, they needed me to score twenty five. I can't do. I can't do everything. Of course not. So, that's what happened. Okay. But yeah, you got to defend. Yeah, got to defend. That's Keon. Yeah. yeah. Is it as simple as Keon's taller than Davion? It can't be that, right? It's something else. Oh no, he's more. He's wiry. He's longer. Like at wingspan. It's not just that Davion isn't very tall. It's that he's he's built like Isaiah Thomas. He's like blocky and doesn't have long arms. Yeah, um, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, you know. And Davion just keeps working and working out. Yeah, I mean he's just he's built like a linebacker. That's tough to get through like a, a small space when someone's trying to set a screen on you when you're when you're built that like that like you want he wants to run someone over and fight through it mm-hmm. that's one way to get around a screen but Keon's doing it by being nimble and just mm-hmm. like there is something about being wiry being able to move that way like just being loose and the same thing with Fox like he's built more like Fox mm-hmm. and and so is Monk they're all kind of built that same way long arms wiry Skinny ankles, like money's got a type. Yeah, money's got yeah. a type. Yeah, understandable. It works for me. All three of those guys are good. We'll come back. I want to ask you some more about Keon Ellis, and we'll talk more about this game. It is the Kings and the Celtics tonight at the Golden One Center. Also, we're gonna be outside. We're gonna be downtown. Outside. We'll tell you all about Man, it when dealing with raining. KC. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna sound awfully stupid in about two hours if it don't stop raining. Stilo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <laughs> what are you cackling at? <laughs> you got a response to your question, just the one word. <laughs> just 
Dot, 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 dot. Yeah, they're not happy with me. Nah, come on, hey, man. It's love, y'all. Come on now. It's love. It's love. It's love. Come on, y'all. Don't do that. Don't do that, y'all. Don't do that. Mad at the teacher who's trying to keep do class that. in order. It's love. It's love. We were talking about Keon Ellis Hammer there a second ago. Like, yeah, still early in the season, we're a quarter way through. Keon is, I think, had a had a games um, injured as well. We're kind of they're gonna make it. To, like, not he's not going to Stockton, is he? No, I don't think so. Like, they're gonna they got to come and he's gonna be a a player. Okay, so they have the they just signed Juan Toscano Anderson. Right. So if they're out of regular roster spots, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a non guaranteed deal. So we're going to pass a trade deadline and figure out what's happening. And then they'll figure out what they're going to do with Keon. We're nor- about 50 games in by the trade deadline, right? Yeah, there's usually about 25, 27 games yeah. after the deadline. But I also think because he got injured, because he hasn't been for every single game, mm-hmm. that it's possible that Keon is. I don't know where he's at game-wise yeah. as of right now. It used to be the amount of days you were up with the team, mm-hmm. 50 days or 45 days. But, yeah, he's he's pushing more like uh, he's he's well above. And it's um, just games now. It's yeah, nothing. it's games it's games. That's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to guess what they'll do is they'll the trade deadline, figure everything happen at the line. If they have to waive a player at that point, they will. If they have to waive a player because, say, you did like a three for or three for two and you opened up a spot, then you might have for both Juan Anderson and uh, and a player like Keon. But I think, I, I'm pretty sure that Keon is getting a full-fledged contract. And I don't think it'll be, they'll give him likely a contract, which will be the, it'll be a team option. He was inactive, according to basketball reference, for three games. He did not play in four additional others. I'm assuming those did not plays meant he was lost and his, his nothing get called. Yeah, the DMPs count though. If he's in so uniform. Three. If 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 I'm reading correctly, there's three twenty five that he was. Yeah. So Allison Marie says in the chat he's in games, but I think that's eighteen games played, and it's not based yeah. off of games played. It's based yeah. off of games that are available and on the roster. So, yeah, he's probably in the twenties, in in the low twenties. Um, so they'll have to monitor that a little bit, but maybe you, I mean, like the way he's played and the way he's impacted the game, you might just get to the end of his two way and say, look, you got to hang tight for a few days mm-hmm. until we get to a point where we can, we get past February 8th. So I don't know how many games are between now and February 8th to actually make that judgment call. So it's, it's interesting you brought up uh, JTA because when they signed him, the first thing I was thinking was like, oh, they, they have an open roster spot, and like, wasn't. Guess my thought was, I always thought that was going to be Keon's if it got converted. So where do they stand now with, with say you get fifty games in and it's time to make a decision on Keon? Do they have a roster spot, or will somebody have to get cut? No, someone's going to have to get cut. Yeah, I, I mean they waived Philip Petrusev, and that's what gave him the extra spot. But again, they had some sort of weird mechanism where they had to have a fifteenth rostered player in order to get their two-way players to have 150 games. So the two-way system is very strange. If you have less than 15 players on your roster, you get a combined 90 games for the season out of your two-way players. Mm -hmm. If you have 15 on your roster, you get 50 for for each of your three. Is that to to discourage signing players to two-way contracts instead of full? 
Yeah, guaranteed yeah. contracts. Yeah, because the players union doesn't want yeah, to lose. Yeah, it protects the players. Yeah, they don't want to add a mm-hmm. two-way player but lose a roster spot on mm-hmm. a main roster. I you got know, you. The, the players union that wants... That makes complete sense. They it's, want it's weird, but 15 players sense. on every roster every single game. I mean, mm-hmm. you want as many paying union members as you can possibly get. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Let me see. Damn, it's counting. <laughs> I think he's counting how many uh, players they have on two ways and the active roster. I would say. Which, what can you have? Twenty. No, they have twenty-five games until they get to the trade deadline. The trade trade oh, okay. deadline is is February eighth, so they should be so okay. What did, what did we just say for? He's. Uh, I believe it's February eighth. He's it, he Keon is. It looks like he's at twenty-two. Uh, for just judging off the inactives versus the did not plays, he's at 22 games this season uh, so far. So that does put him in the kind of that. Hey, you may have to 47 games. That's where you're at. Yeah. So maybe that works. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it because it's hard because he doesn't feel like he doesn't feel like our man Terrence Davis who was showing out last night. He doesn't. Maybe. He doesn't feel like a like a hot hand. We're gonna ride this out when it doesn't work. We're gonna go back to Davion. It feels like. And you know we're fans of Davion. It feels like he just he just deballed Davion's spot. He just took it. Yeah, he did. I mean, at, at the end of the day, that's it's not a back and forth thing. Like he he took no. it. And I'll keep making this point, and I kept making this point, and then Mike reiterated it the other night. Like these bad games, when you have a bad game, mm-hmm. that is such an opportunity for someone who doesn't get to play in the rotation to go out on the court. Show that they can play the right way, do the right things. We've seen it. We saw Chemezi last year. Yeah, too. We even saw it um, from. <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> All right, we've even Sorry, seen it. like we saw it from uh, Sasha Vazinkov when they were getting smoked by the Clippers. Sasha went in the game was like, "Look at how hard he's playing. Mm-hmm. He set up his teammates. He hit some threes. He's grabbing rebounds. He's acting like it's a regular everyday second quarter." minute stint where you got to go out there and play hard and that's what they're looking for Keon does it he steps up but my point would be that Davion has now had this opportunity in four or five games Mm -hmm. and hasn't gone back out there and just stole the spot away and that's what you're waiting for like hey look man it's not like Keon Ellis is playing so incredibly well that he can't ever be replaced no you've had opportunities to go out there and and take the spot back and you just haven't been able to. Yeah, I've been super impressed with Keon. And, you know, again, like he's a, he has so much like spirit about him. Like he's just like a an energy guy. It just like exudes out of him. Yeah. Yeah. The, um you talked about Sasha a little bit and, and Keon as well. And we talked about Keegan earlier in the season and getting his legs under him. Is that a lot of what was going on in maybe the first month of these guys? trying to get their legs under him. I'm talking about Sasha, get his NBA legs under him. Uh, Keegan, being a two-way guy, having a little bit more of a responsibility. And now, as we get into the new year and get to the end of December, they get they have a, they have a better feel of their bodies and the NBA, in Sasha's case. And now you can kind of see a little bit more consistency. You think it's that simple with this team, you know, where they're at right now? I think they had to play themselves into shape a little bit. You know, I don't I don't know why that is, but I feel like maybe they were going through so many things in training camp, so many different, you know, changes in the offense and changes in the defense and 
really working on, you know, like technique and improvements that they may have missed a little bit of just making these dudes run. Mm -hmm. This is, it's not been the same season. Like I talked to you guys about it all last year. It was like, holy cow, we have practice every day. Mm -hmm. Like they practice, but we have to be there every day because they're practicing. That's not the case this season. Even like last night, I mean, yesterday, they they won on what is it, on Monday. And then like right away, Mike said, yeah, we're not practicing tomorrow. Why do you think that all that is? Is it, is it more, because my thought, and you can tell me what you think is like, Mike might have looked at what happened last year, the way it went about it, the constant grind, like they're not going to make it. Like the, that's there's a reason that doesn't happen all the time in the NBA. The immediate timeouts and everything. That's the reason Tom Thibodeau lost like two jobs. Yeah, right. And it, there's a part of me that believes like he felt like, all right, they grew up a little bit last year and, and learned some things. If they're going to make it where we want them to make it, I can't hold their hand all the time. They've got to, they've got, they've got to do it themselves to a certain degree. So I can't have practice every day. I can't call a timeout after a five-zero run or something like that. Like. They're going to have to learn to do these things on their own a little bit. Is You think that's the case? Yeah, I mean, Mike was clear he doesn't coach in practice. I mean, he doesn't coach in games all that much. Like, he's not sitting there with his legs crossed, as Mark Jones likes to say, um, just sitting back watching. Uh, but he is, like, you do the work beforehand. And, and so you can you can make an adjustment. You can say, hey, player X isn't playing that well. I need to go more minutes here, less minutes here. So you're you're making that type of mental adjustment but I think again to get back to like youth sports you know your team is good when you roll up and your players are all hanging out and talking getting their shoes on all that stuff and then someone goes hey let's go and a player says it and the whole team gets up they go get in their two lines and they start going Mm -hmm. and they start doing their drills and getting warmed up for a game and they go through and they go from one drill to the next someone's calling out all right you know, one touch, two touch as far as soccer. Like, that's when you're like, you see that? We didn't have to say anything. Coaches are sitting over there, like, drinking coffee, and you're watching your team, like, get in the mindset. So, like, I think there's a lot of that in the NBA where you're just like, okay, do they get it? Do I have to sit here and play, call plays the whole game? Because Mike said, I, like, I might call a play, like, once or twice a game. Mm-hmm. And then the King said in the game the other night, they ran the same play for seven minutes straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, you can't stop us, so why would we stop doing? And that's another thing where you're like, man, the realization of players on the court to say, they can't stop this. Let's just keep doing it and see how they react. Okay, you can't stop it. Oh, you're fine. Everything's fine. Everyone, James is safe, guys. James is safe. It's all right. Peace. We got you, James. We'll cover. This is what we do. We cover for you, James. Just I couldn't sneeze. Get to the we button. got you. Go couldn't back, get to the button. I'm like, no, it's all go right. back to talking about hey. Mike Sirianni. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, you guys get it, right? You're like, you're waiting for this team to figure it out, and and right now they're starting to figure out everything, and they're starting to get better and better and better. And that and, comes with Mike knowing these guys. That that, mm-hmm. that comes with the year of equity they have together. Yeah. Well, that and you've put the the players in a position to succeed, and they know that, and they have found success. Now let's figure out ways. Put them in places of power, too, Mm. like De'Aaron, Domas, Malik. Hell, Keon, any of them. Oh, yeah. To stand up and and correct something that they're not doing right. No, I totally agree. Like, that's that's how this team is built, though. Like, it's it's a tight-knit family. Like, I'm I'm really enjoying this last year and a half with these guys because 
it's just so different. Like they really are, like we were talking about it earlier. Um, there's that, you know, the story about Keegan and, you know, him spending all all summer with De'Aaron Fox, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not just talking about the basketball court. We're talking about, like we all saw. Uncle Keegs. Yeah, Uncle Keegs, right? And we're seeing him push a stroller everywhere, right? <laughs> like Keegan Murray is a very, like, unique player. He's a player who spent his entire life with an identical twin. And then one of them went to the NBA and the other one didn't. And the other one stayed back in Iowa. And while that's happening, grandma had a medical emergency, right? And that was like very earth shattering for Keegan. And you could see early in the season, him have some real struggles because he's having some, some personal stuff off the court. Um, But then as we've seen this thing develop, like remember that, like his parents are are back where you know where they live, and his dad coaches daughters in in high school basketball, and now his brothers in Portland. Like, I don't know if there was a player. Like, there are players that come to Sacramento all the time as rookies, and they have you know sometimes their family members come out. I mean, you remember Demarcus Cousins brought Andrew Rogers with him, right? Mm-hmm. Who is the um, one of the the trainers at Kentucky? He brought him with him to to be like to help him with his daily life to help him pay bills and learn how to teach him I mean DeMarcus didn't know how to drive mm-hmm. he didn't have his driver's license when he got to Sacramento Nick Stauskas didn't have his driver's license he he would walk from the apartments to the practice facility you could see him walking across the parking lot to and from cuz the dude didn't have his driver's license and so the the point I'll make with Keegan it's not just that Keegan needed the support of a regular rookie where he needed some some people around him to like, hey, we got you here, keep shooting, right? Mm-hmm. He needed a family because his family is busy and doing other things and he's a long ways away. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where you can see the Foxes as a fan have like understood that and understood that, you know, he's a kid, he's an introvert and like to help bring him out of his shell, but also make him come in his situ- situation here so he can develop the and he can feel like there's a family uh, that he can rely on here, and it's not just about it's about everything in life. And the other thing I bring is, if anyone out there thinks that De'Aaron Fox would let Mayor trade Keegan Murray, <laughs> that's just not it. Like, wouldn't let it happen. She'd be on the phone like, cancel the trade. Like these guys are that our family. Adam, <laughs> hey, to Chris Paul Lakers, this thing. Hi, Adam. Hey. How you doing? This is Rissay. Um <laughs> But that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's it's more than just, like, I, Mike Brown has created a culture here that was not here. And it starts with him and his coaching staff. You walk into a game and there are, there are still, there are babies everywhere. There there are one, two, three, four-year-olds everywhere. All of the assistant coaches have, well, almost all of them have little kids. They're all there every single game. Got several. Jordy's got two. Luke Lauks, I think, has three. Uh, Dolkies, like two or three, like there's all of these kids. There's a there's one daycare in Sacramento has 13 from the Sacramento Kings coaching staff slash uh, tell, front office. So Doug and Jackie, more content for Jackie's show. <laughs> there it is. For a late life baby, let's go DC. Come <laughs> no, on, Jackie. No. Oh, they got it. They, they they might have another grandbaby on the way. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. How many kids do they have? Uh, Jackie and Doug. Yeah. Well, they have. Well, they have three total. Three total, okay. Yeah. I, I've met all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, I that's mean, awesome that's the family awesome. that's being built here, and you feel it. The players feel it. They all feel comfortable. And and so uh, Sabonis now has two babies, 
at home. Uh, you've got Harris uh, has a little one. You got Baby Rain. Like this is a they're growing there as a family. They're all around the same age, shared experience, having a great time playing basketball. But they also have family support in place for all of these players and for all of the coaches. They are built in support for each other, which is great. That's what's going to make the parade so special. <laughs> the, the bus filled with babies. <laughs> right. The baby bus. <laughs> baby bus. The baby bus. <laughs> That's tremendous. Maybe a baby with all of the coaches' kids. Hey, even Mike has happen. a grandbaby here. Mike, Mike has a grandbaby here too, which he talks about all the time. It could happen. Mike, Mike definitely comes across like a proud grandpa. Oh, yeah. Like he, like Mike comes across like he just loves like a grandpa more than he loves being a coach more than more than anything like he comes across like he's strong grandpa vibes from <laughs> from from my well that his parents have dropped by there and his mom uh was in the last game in in the press conference her dad was in the game before that and you know his mom like calls him and says mike spit out your gum like don't talk <laughs> to the media with gum in your mouth uh that's rude so there's that's so we've we've had her until this last game but yeah it, this is a family atmosphere and i, I think it's something that Again, it's unique because I've been here a long time covering this team. It's never felt like this, this particular vibe. Well, there's the family going Celtics. Well, family got to be the Celtics. Is Baby somehow. Rain going <laughs> to put up a double-double tonight with Domas? Because we know Domas is going to put one up. Yeah. At minimum, he's going to put up a double-double. Have we gotten to the point where, because we know Domas just gets ignored. Domas just puts up 20, 13, and 8 on a night-to-night basis. No one cares. Have we hit that point with De'Aaron? It feels like the noise with De'Aaron was kind of loud to start the season, and now Keegan's had a hot two-week stretch, and it's like, ah, De'Aaron's old news. He's well, just he's just scoring 30 a game. That's what they do in power rankings. Yeah, I'm waiting well, for – That is what they do. That's facts. I'm waiting for, like, the Western Conference Player of the Week to come up with Keegan Murray because then it'll be like, oh, you got some competition, mm-hmm. and and that's fun. Oh, and Fox – and De'Aaron will absolutely – well, I've won it. Four times, I guess. You yeah, like, that huh, that's hey, his De'Aaron, first one. You're talking to the new player of the week in the Western <laughs> Conference. I think Jason Anderson asked Mike, he's, he's something about, um, he said, did you know that your uh, Keegan Murray impersonation has a little Urkel in it? <laughs> and Mike's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Keegan, <laughs> Keegan, I love Keegan so much. He does talk like he doesn't want you to hear him, nor does he really want to move his mouth. Like he just wants to get the whole pro. Like when he does the interviews, he's looking this way, this way, when, like the headset interviews. Now, again, there's no one for him <laughs> right. to like look at. There's no one directly for him to look at. But he's off to this side, this side. He's just, just taking in the crowd. Oh, they're lighting the beam over here. Yeah. That's something I I haven't noticed because uh-huh. I never get to see well, those get interviews. To see him. Yeah. Right? I'll mention that because I, I've got friends there that just say, "Hey, can you tell the players to like look into the lens?" I told. Oh, Fox I can. I have looking, looking into the lens is hard. That's difficult. There, they unless there's someone like there. You it's know what I mean? not a camera on a stand. There's there's no someone. no no. I mean like it's I know still a, a little awkward. Yeah, thing. I know there's a person holding the camera, but it, unless there's like Mike and. Deuce or Kyle or Morgan or whoever, they're they're up far away. Make a little fake Morgan and uh, just like stand next to the camera <laughs> and the, the player can talk and you know make it look like they're talking to them. Yeah. No, I mean that makes sense. Like because it's really hard to just look straight Cause, at it. Because all you're doing camera. is you're listening. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, all right, I'm listening. Yeah, we you know, we played hard. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of yeah. talking to yeah. 
Yeah, but I think the players forget. And Keegan's thought bubble just says, just get this over with. Yeah, players forget, though, that there's a camera that's actually rolling. They're listening for the question. They're trying to think about what the question is. It's also probably really hard to hear because they're lighting the beam at the exact time that you're having this conversation. All right, let's count down. Five, four. I can't hear anything. (laughs) That's why I I have double. I I don't know what Mike said. Yeah, it's because I would be on the floor and they'd be asking, and you're like, I... Man, I hope you're asking me the question that I think you're asking me, so I'm just going to go ahead and start answering it. And at one time, I was on the floor at Oracle, and someone knocked a chair over, a fold-up chair right next to me, snapped me out. I was shot, done. Oh, Absolutely. No. Like, well, like I, I couldn't even... Yeah, James, just, are you okay? Back James, to studio. James, blink. It sounded James, like, are you okay? It sounded oh, like no. a gunshot right next to me. It was like, oh, this thing's over. Just go back to studio. I'm shot now. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh. I also, I did have a time when Jim Cosmore, while I was doing a live hit on the set, walks right by the camera, and then someone goes, Jim, and he stops, and he's like, camera's right here, and he turns, like, and his face is in the camera, and you're like, live hit, bro, live hit, right now, and he's like, oh, my bad, like, probably not the worst thing, Jim (laughs) Cosmore. No, why not? (laughs) <laughs> Will you relax? I'm only laughing because you're laughing. Knock it off. We yeah. did the same thing. He said his name. We were both like, well. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate learning about people. I know. <laughs> Not good. Not fun. Not fun. What do y'all think? You think they can get it done? Yeah, they're winning tonight. Sorry, Jesse. Think they can get it done? Drake bars. I know you don't make predictions. The will be lit. I think... I think they need to get it done. Like I again, De'Aaron Fox needs to look at look at the war. Don't look at the battle. Don't worry about who getting... told you that because I feel like you've said that a couple of times. Today. Yeah, Did because, somebody whisper that line. To no, you? this is one of those things where he, you know, he wants to win the matchup so badly against Tatum, and we've seen it with other players. There are mm-hmm. certain players that Fox wants to go out and win the matchup. Like, don't worry about the matchup. Worry about the only thing that matters now. Like, three years ago when you were your team was bad, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Now, your team's not bad. You go out there and you figure out how to win the game. I right. honestly think he just wants to go out and beat Keegan at this point. <laughs> that he too. just wants to have you, a better he game. He won the matchup against SGA. Won the matchup yeah. and won the game. They could do that. Yeah, I mean, he won the game. That's all that matters. Didn't yeah. SGA have 43? Yeah, I thought they both have 41. 43, 41. Oh, 43, 43 to 41. Yeah, but yeah. that's not really winning the battle. Yeah, it could have been 31, and <laughs> as long as, as long as the Kings got the dub, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. But yeah, that was that was a moment. We won't get that moment with Tatum tonight. Uh, but obviously, the Celtics are are stacked with players, man. And this is uh, the first that the Kings have have done what everyone has wanted them to do for the first three games of this homestand. Now it picks up. Business is about to pick up. Business about to pick up. As good old JR would say, it starts with the Celtics, uh, hits the Phoenix Suns on Friday, and then the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, on Saturday. But it is the Celtics tonight. Uh, We're headed out to the ice rink. That's where we'll be, uh, the ice rink. If you're on your way into the Golden One Center, come over and say hi. We will be the two idiots standing in the rain uh, under the KSFM tent. So uh, please come see us, and uh, we will see you. Uh, tomorrow, beginning at 10 a.m., James Ham Comets and the Insiders here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Bombos Kings like the beam. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 